right. Uh, that was pretty good. I don't know what song John was singing or what. Well, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I have no idea. But this is uh, nothing. It was. Um, is there? Is there someone else by? Ah, damn. Sorry, I just couldn't hear it because, like, that may have been a little humming version of it. But nonetheless, welcome back to Nothing Matters Sports Podcast. This has to be episode probably in the twenties. Not sure, losing count. Definitely in the twenties, though. This I might think be we're at twenty-two. 20. This is number 22, I believe. All right. Well, hell yeah. 22. Uh, today's agenda is fucking jam-packed. You guys are going to love it. Stop. It's number uh, 20. Sorry. Just check the math. It's number 20. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to start off with our intros and sponsors. We have some special intros for two very special guests that we have uh, joining us today. We also have two mailbag stories coming in today. And one of our special guests will also touch with one of his own personal stories. So we're excited to hear that. Then we're going to do a little re- recap on wildcard weekend. Uh, some of us want to talk about NFL head coaches that uh, or possible new NFL head coaches. So we're going to touch on that, even though it's a very sore topic right now. Uh, we got health questions for John. And then we're going to talk about the upcoming playoff matchups this weekend and best bets. So I'll go ahead and kick it off to Luke. Luke, give us your your intro and your sponsor. What's up, guys? Uh, Sponsor this week is going to be Theragun. Uh, My hips are incredibly sore. Uh, I'm like in week three of working out. Haven't really worked out in my life. Uh, Ramon pretty accurately called me a non-athletic fuck one time. Uh, So, yeah. Hips are really NARP. sore. It's, it's a NARP. It's a non-athletic regular person. NARP. Oh, there you go. NARP. Uh, and then uh, I, uh, I've been using that Theragun though, and they've got, you know, that thing's powerful. It's basically like a vibrator for your whole body and it's just a good time. Strongly suggested if you haven't caught on the Theragun craze. Love it. Carlos. Hello, pores. Today's, uh, episode of me is brought to you by Chinese Cyber Grand Real Estate Banking Corporation. Because oh. if you want to fuck the real estate market and stocks overall, go to China. And Carlos is also hinting towards one of our mailbag questions today where we're going to have a little Q&A on the stock market for Carlos because I don't know if our listeners are experiencing it, but I just get depressed looking at both my Fidelity and my Robinhood accounts, seeing as to mm. what's happened over yeah. the last couple months. That, um, yeah, we'll we'll dive into that. John DeCruz, let's let's go, Brandon. Yeah, John DeCruz, let's go with your intro and sponsor. Yeah, um, once again, apologies for the humming. I don't like to come off as a phony, but I did not know the lyrics to the song. I've just been listening to it and nodding my head. Um, In all fairness, but, we always put John on the spot and we go, hey, do we have a song to start? And then yeah, John just starts singing. Yeah. And we just it's inspired. It's whatever. He always has a song in his heart. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm like, all right, be cool, be cool. Pick something. Okay, pick something. And then it just, yeah, that's what I do. I just start humming and sometimes I sing, sometimes I hum. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a new sponsor today. It's one of my previous sponsors that I'm going to reintroduce. Um, it is Restore cryo and hyper wellness blah 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 dr john only talks wellness but i went back and started doing cryo again i'd missed some time 
it's kind of hard right now during the cold winter months because no one wants to be cold and do cryo. It's just weird, but felt great. And I hope to continue on my regimen again, whether you do it with restore or you do it with another um, facility, you cryotherapy is a great way to manage the aches and pains and inflammation of life and to just give yourself a little boost. So go find one. Yeah. Uh, sounds like I need to improve on the Theragun. Theragun's not no, enough. Actually, I need the cryo baby. Actually. Yeah. You should do cryo. There's one in, um, man, there's one, there, I think there's only one in Austin and it's, uh, what's, like east of uh east of 35 that's like a really popular they do like mm -hmm. the market over there do you know what area mm -hmm. i'm talking about yeah it's like What's right it off fourth or fifth street no a little north than that it's it's that one market. area that's got like Bueller? a market no it's got like a food market sometimes it's it's like it's like really like i see uh, evolve cryo and wellness i see four locations and no, uh no. look for uh yeah is it evolve i'm not even sure Evolve, iCryo, and there's Restore Hyper Wellness. That's it. Restore Hyper Wellness. And where is it in uh, in? Oh, uh, uh, there's a. Uh, the one I'm nah, thinking there's about. One, there's is, one really is, close to me that's us. Uh, that's looks. It's not like it's not too far from Zilker. I don't know. This is not very interesting podcast. We'll move on. We'll, uh, we'll post where right. the Austin one is. I'll, yeah, I'll post yeah, review yeah, once I do it. Go, I'll let you know once just I go. go. Just go do it. Just go do else, it. Now I'm just interesting, interested in the dynamics of it. I mean, what is the point of submerging yourself in nitrogen? How does that make you better? So, so what that? it does, yeah, what it does is it centralizes your blood flow and it brings it all to your core. Um, so while you're freezing, basically it vasoconstricts and kind of concentrates all your blood flow to the center. So when you get out of the chamber, blood flow just kind of just surges and it promotes the healing and the flow of nutrients, oxygen, and to basically to kind of just invigorate all the tissues and organs in your body to kind of function more efficiently. So that's the mechanism of it. Again, um, everyone has a degree of how intense they like to do it. Um, start off basic, window down, and then uh, just submerge yourself little by little. Get yeah, some good stuff. Cold, 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 cold plunges are good. And um, I was going to ask if on. the ice baths were better or the same. Um, I, it, it's 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 a similar approach. Similar effect. You have controlled mechanism of cryo, or you or you still have a good, um, solid experience as far as what, what you're simulating with the ice bath. I think they're both good. I learned about the Wim Hof stuff, and I've been really into cold, uh, yeah, cold like good. super cold showers in the winter. Uh, it helps you work on your breathing. Breathing exercise is also very powerful. We'll talk about that another time. Yeah, yeah real quick absolutely. before we move on from restore. I, I I last year I got hooked on it, and I would do it all the time. There was one in Lake Mary. And um, actually, no, that was two years ago. Wow, time is flying. Um, but the one I was talking about, Luke, is in the Mueller area. And uh, another said side Mueller. is, yeah, you said that? Okay, yeah. Okay. It's up near Dell well, Medical, Children's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. so the other thing I was going to bring up is they have, like, really, like, uh, funny, like, sales pitches in the office. And it's really, oh. like, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of benefits to, to cryo that you don't really need to buy into all the shit, but some people believe there it's not necessarily proven or I'm not sure. I'm sure there's studies on it. You actually burn calories when you go into, I'm sure you do, but they're like claiming like 300 or 400 calories just from doing three minutes of cryo. Wow. Um, and then of course they get the old people with the skin repair. Like, I guess it's good for Whoa. your skin. 
Um, yeah, so there's there's money grabbing to it too, but it's a hundred. I can see. I, the only thing I can the only thing I can see with the skin is the tightening of or the tightening is coming from the increased collagen production. Um, again, like you said, you don't just can't just go to cryo every day yeah. if you're some eighty year old person expect to have like you know come out having forty year old skin or something like that. But again, yeah, you got five hundred to eight hundred so calories. Wow. Yeah. yeah there's there's just, a number of articles yeah. that are touting that. I'm gonna have to look. They're they're yeah. always using that num- same that's, number. That's honestly my little brother's the one who informed me on it because he started doing the cryo first and he was like, yeah, I'm not doing cardio today. I just did cryo. That's 500 calories. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? All right. That all right. actually sounds like Mikey. It's yeah, for good. sure. Uh, real quick. My sponsor is going to be DHK. I never pay for real jerseys. I think they're fucking stupid. And I just finally received my Miami City Connect jersey that I ordered in August. I've been checking the mail every single day since, and it finally arrived on Tuesday, January 18th. Very happy day. Ah, now, without further ado, it's time to introduce two very special guests. First, out of the red corner, out of Dominican Republic, but actually born in the United States, Big New York guy, big, big New York guy, uh, favorite teams, Yankees, Ravens, uh, the basketball one's a little hard. We'll, we'll let John, def- we'll let John defend that, but John Garcia is here. It's his first debut on the nothing matters sports podcast. And we're very Dom excited. Flava. Dom Flava what up, what up? Glad to Dom, be a part of the us- podcast. Yeah. Give hello, us your sponsor hey, in your intro. Hello, papi. Okay, so my sponsor, keeping it kind of um, in the same avenue as Clo there with uh, China. Uh, my sponsor is New China Walk, my local Chinese food uh, locale here. They um, work very hard, have had two young daughters working there for about 10 years now, and I feel like Whoa, they don't age. Wait, where's this? What's what's going on? What do you go on? Sorry. Oh, this is this is a small business uh, Chinese food restaurant. Uh, that reminds me of my hometown in New York. So uh, New China Walk is my sponsor for tonight. I am currently enjoying four chicken wings with uh, uh, French fries. Some folks may not think that's Chinese, but if you've been to a good Chinese spot, you know that's Chinese. And um, Chinese. Oof, they also hired a little Boricua, a little shorty there that, um, you know, makes me entice to go get some more food. So Ooh. that's my sponsor for the night. Oh, they got a loyalty program. I gotta hey. say, it's not traditional Chinese unless you see like their little son or daughter do homework on the counter while ringing you up. Bro, right? I literally and, saw and, her Gmail yes, up today. So they're absolutely. Definitely they're definitely working yeah, and they've been there for 10 years and they answer the phone. So that's my special shout out there. I wonder if they can get in trouble for that. <laughs> No, but I think there has to be a law have, for the law is, food. The law, the law in most states is that if your parent owns part of the business, there's no child labor laws. Oh, nice. Right. You know what? Yeah. I have heard that. That's right, because then you can put them on payroll and stuff, too. Hmm. I mean, you're technically paying for the little shits anyways. You feed them. Um, all right, Don, before we move on to, to our next special guest, could you clarify what your basketball team is for the pod? Well, at this current time... Uh, it is the Los Angeles Lakers, just because Whoa! Carmelo, just because Carmelo Anthony time. is on the team. Whoa! Yes, sir. So was I a Trailblazer fan last year? Perhaps. Was I also an Atlanta Hawk fan for that one day he signed? I was. So uh, that's where my fandom rides. Carmelo Anthony or die. 
why, honestly, why since Carmelo? I stopped gambling. Yeah, so what Carmelo? happens after Carmelo? After Carmelo, I don't know. Why Carmelo? So when LeBron, Carmelo, and D-Wade were all getting drafted in 04, that's when I started getting into basketball a little bit. And everybody was, was riding on LeBron so much. I'm like, oh, I got to pick one of these other two guys. So I just picked with Carmelo, rode with him as a Denver Nugget. Then he went to the Knicks. I'm like, all right, this has to be my guy. I mean, he's been so, on five teams since the Knicks, but here I am. Now, I got to ask, fan. too, living in Central Florida, were you ever – did you ever think about or consider becoming a Magics fan? Zero, zero percent. And that's a Magics with a hard S, and um, yes. I did not I did not ever consider becoming a Magic fan. <laughs> with a hard S. A hard S at the end, please. It's a, hard cap, it's, a hard, it's a hard capital S. Just hard capital hard S, capital yes, S. to clear it up. For, for sure. All right, and our next special guest. Out of the blue corner, um, James Hamilton, very special friend of ours. I've known James for a long time, just like I've known John for a long time. Um, I've got so many great stories when it comes to James, but I thought the best way to introduce him was with this story that comes that I, I just think of often. Uh, James, James's dad used to take me to baseball practice um, sometimes, and one day before baseball practice, uh, I was just chilling at James's house and James is throwing up a ball uh, in the air and it, <laughs> and it, hits, it hits the fan and then breaks some jar full of like sand that his parents had as like decoration on like some fucking, I don't know. But I just, his dad got so fucking pissed. He was like, you better fucking pick up all this shit right now before we go to practice. And uh, honestly, uh, just a great memory. It was hysterical. I just remember James fucking saying, fuck my life. And then going, there's also another great one too. Uh, so my parent or my mom would take James to school in the morning. And then his dad would pick me up in the afternoons. And one morning I'm texting James like, yo, we're outside. And he hasn't responded in a little while. And the fucking guy dropped his phone in the toilet. And he is, he's just hoping it dries like on the way to school. I was just like, what's well, mine? All right. And uh, it's also it's also fair that I do let the audience know James's favorite team. So James is a New York Giants fan, a New York Rangers fan, a Los Angeles Lakers fan. Oh, another and one. And a New York Yankee fan. Yes. And another uh, Yankee, too. Wow. Yeah. 27 yeah. rings, my guy. <laughs> James, <laughs> give us your intro and your sponsor. All right. So I'm James, as, as uh, Ramon introduced me infamously. And my sponsor, I was going to go with the $26 I have in Shiba coin, but I'm actually going ch- to change it to Folgers Coffee because I totally oh. thought you were going to tell the story about how you broke my dad's coffee pot and would not stop annoying him about getting a fresh cup of coffee for an entire day. Wait, I did? I broke his coffee? How yes, did I do that? You, Can you, you remind me? We were in the kitchen and my dad would put his coffee pot underneath the towel because he would hand wash it. Everything else would go on. The, and Ramon was going to do one of those magic tricks where you pull the, where you pull the towel <laughs> from underneath. <laughs> <laughs> And the fucking coffee pot goes flying, hits the wall, breaks into a million pieces. And my dad's in the living room and I just hear him go, what the fuck was that? 
And then I, I can, I totally, I don't remember that part, but I can totally see myself asking him if he had a fresh cup of coffee every single day and just being a troll for days, for for a few days. Yeah. It does, it didn't matter. It wouldn't even be the morning. He'd pick him up in the afternoon at four o'clock, and he'd ask if he needed a fresh pot of coffee. <laughs> hey, what a time to be alive, boys! There's, what there's a nothing, time to there's, be alive. There, dude. There's nothing like when interracial, um, or like groups of friends where. You like like the the ethnic kid goes over to the white kid's house and he watches the dad get mad about something crazy and he just oh, like, oh my god my my dad would 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 Do- not be mad about this but he'd be mad about something else and then the white kid comes over to the ethnic kid's house and then he watches like that was literally my childhood growing up man oh. it's just funny when you say that story and throw about how how you just like observed like you know the dad just going off it's, it's funny. Dude, John, uh, Dom Flava and I abused that as well because um, Dom's mom and my mom became friends and they would talk all the time, but none of them really talked to James's mom. Um, so whenever we would like, John and I would want to go out or like stay out for a really long period of time while we're like, I don't know, sophomores in high school, we would just both tell our moms that we're staying at James to sleep, sleeping over at James's place. Cause there was really no way that they could confirm. <laughs> so we would just like, <laughs> all right, this is where we're staying tonight. And then we go out and do our shenanigans. Oh man. Well yeah, played. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Luke, do you want to read the mailbag? The, the first mailbag of the day? Yeah. Yeah, I got this. This is important stuff here. Uh, let me get back here over to it. Uh, yeah, intro, uh, third week of our mailbag um, segment. You know, we ha- we've been having listeners write in with situations that they've been dealing with in their lives. You know, crazy things happen in, uh, in relationships, you know, uh, just about every day in our group chat, one of us gets really angry and, and we fight, but it's all about support. And we're really here bringing experts together uh, in, you know, from a number of fields. You're hearing a lot about the crypto, you know, you're getting Chinese food references and, and cryo, but also we, we got this advice and, and a lot of people have issues out there. We're curious to see what you guys think of this. All right, here's the, uh, here's the story. <clears throat> God, this is a doozy. I swear my life feels like a movie right now. Sorry for the weird formatting. I'm on mobile and this is my first time posting a letter like this. I'm a 28-year-old male and I'm planning on proposing to my girlfriend of three years who's 26. Now, I suck at picking out jewelry. I'm the type of guy that doesn't see a problem with heart-shaped jewelry. Seriously, why is it considered so ugly? So every time I want to buy something for my girl, I usually consult one of our mutual friends. My girl's best friends are all friends with me as well, and we get along so well. So asking them for help picking out jewelry is something I'm used to. Kind of weird. When it came time to pick out a ring, I consulted my girlfriend's best friend, Justine, Justine and I are quite close and she knows my girlfriend better than anyone, including me. So when my girlfriend went out to visit her sister and baby nephew, I invited Justine over to the house to help pick out a ring. Weird to bring shop at home. Justin and I looked through a few catalogs, but decided it was a dead end and it'd be better to go to professionals at a jewelry store. All right, he, they got it. However, I didn't know when my girlfriend would be coming home. So Justine and I thought of a clever text to gauge how much time we had. I asked her when she'd be coming home as I was ordering takeout and wanted to know when to tell them to have the food ready by. She responded by saying it'd be a few hours. She met up with Justine to go shopping. Now, obviously this took me by surprise since Justine was standing inside my house. I showed Justine the text and she looked as confused as I was. Uh Uh-oh. 
Uh-oh. It isn't out of the ordinary for my girlfriend to meet up with people out of the blue like that for shopping, lunch. She's a very spontaneous person and loves making plans on the fly. So ordinarily, I'd believe this text in a heartbeat. However, obviously, this had to be a lie. When she came home, she acted completely normal, and I played along, and it's been really hard to act like everything's fine. We got takeout, ate together, and cuddled on the couch after. So far, she's caught on a little that something might be upsetting me, but I just can't tell her what. Looking at her kills me. I don't know what to do. My girlfriend and I have zero trust issues. Oh, do you? And we tell each other everything, so this lie is killing me. I want to ask her about it so bad, but I feel like if I tell her, I knew she was lying. I'd have to explain why. And I really don't want to do that. What do I do? I know she, I think he's saying there that he doesn't want to tell her that he's proposing uh, because it's supposed to be a surprise. Anyway, he says, what do I do? I know she lied to me, but I don't know how to confront her about it. Should I just forget it? This won't stop gnawing at me. Please help. Well, that guy. All right. Who, yeah, who, that yeah, who all. would like to, who would like to dive oh, in here first? I'll go first. So here's what you do, buddy. You collect your half of the rent artistly, <laughs> like Billy, and string her along. You do not <laughs> give her that ring. You absolutely do not propose to this skank. And when you have enough for your security deposit first last month's rent for the new place, then you leave her. Preferably when she's on another date with Justine, quote unquote, and you know she's not going to be home. What's funny is like that's that's a great advice. I think that's exactly what Billy did for seven years. That uh, is really good just, advice, honestly. You know, he split rent with uh, his ex fiance and got it out for like four hundred bucks and just bought a house. <laughs> great advice, sure. there, Carlos. <clears throat> I'm no, pretty I'm sure lie. that's what girl, I did too. Yeah, me and my girl have been on the fringe, and she's been getting me gifts every week. So I'm like, damn, when's the right Ooh, time? Oh. She's gonna give me a gift oh, every week. Oh, like, oh, yeah. oh. Stops getting you, you gifts. Know, like, yeah, like she's buying me back. I'm like, damn. When do I want this to end? She's like, ah, here's a new video game. I'm like, well, maybe next Whoa. week. Hi. Tom is 100% yeah, that was, for sale. That, that, that is, that is the, the white people thing to do. They always try to buy you, man. And we have a price. God damn it, yeah. we have a price. Hey, I'm a materialistic whore. I'll be honest. I grew up poor. So guess what? Feed me, bitch. Dom Flava's love language. Gift receiving. Wow. I, I didn't know that until I really wanted to break up with somebody. And I'm like, well, I guess this is all it takes. Thanks for the $5 gift card to Chick-fil-A. Uh, I'll go $5. quick here on, this, on, on some feedback here. Uh, man, I think first, I mean, the, the level of detail this writer put in, like, dude, you could have just said, hey, my girlfriend lied to me via text. And um, I, I need to, like, what do I do? And it's very simple. You just fucking talk to her about it. And, uh, you know, that's it. Roll Tide, you know. Remember, just remember, you know, nothing matters. Uh, it's all Noodles, That's so it's easy for empty. you, bro. In college, you literally just shoulder shrug. Like, man, all right, we're done here. Shoulder shrug, walk away. I'm like, damn, must be nice. Must nothing be nice matters. Walk away. So my perfect advice for this person is, hey, just ask them what happened. And uh, if you don't like the response, roll fucking Tide. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, say um, you should get a private investigator. Ooh, and just gather ooh. Hey, gab, gather ooh. the info, and then when you know and you basically have her caught in the lie, that's when you pull the clue and just secretly prepare to start collecting stuff. And then you have everything. You know, you don't have to act like you assumed. You know for sure. You got it documented. 
Build a little go. dossier on her, make, hand it to her. Sure, like these are the yeah. reasons why we're breaking make, up. Make sure you put her yeah. in her butt by mistake one or two times. You know, yes. get yours, buddy. Yeah. Get yours. Honestly, you, can, you can. You're you are in so much control here. That that's all you need to know. Also, like I think he missed a great opportunity when his girlfriend tells him, "Oh, I'm out with Justine shopping." I would have just sent a picture of Justine next to me and not said a fucking word, and <laughs> then let her explain herself. Literally, like, send uh, a selfie with both of you, like, huh? Yeah. Like, this is Justine. What? I think that I think that I've got two pieces of advice. Uh, it's kind of there's two tracks that I think you can take here. One, let it go. You know, uh, let her get exposed. Uh, you know, all of her, all of her friends will hate her. You know, they're you say you're all close friends together. Um, I, basically, if she cheats on you, you, you're free. You're out. You look good. You get out scot free. So. Uh, that's Luke, one option. Let's not take. Let's not make which, this personal. Which she is a hundred percent. She is a hundred percent cheating on him. Like a hundred. Well, actually, There's... that leads me to number two here. I, I don't think she's necessarily cheating. Yeah, think, honestly, she might though, be buying him a video and, and game. And she might exactly, be buying him exactly. a video game. Where you ended up, Luke? Well, no. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, right, I'm not as. I'm not quite as jaded as the rest of you, which is wild considering what just happened to me recently. But I'm saying, I think she, what if she's doing something nice for him? What if it's a surprise? I feel like he needs to, sure, uh, mention it, but no reason to jump to conclusions here. I think just about everyone of us probably had a negative reaction right at first, but those are the two tracks, either, you know, She's in the affair. Let her, let her, let her do it. Let her write her own, you know, tragedy. And then the other option is find out. Maybe she's buying him something. It could be a video game, Dom. Also, a little bit of a red flag there. Too, there's huge red like, flags in this thing. I just I'm yeah. reading this now. Oh, I have, there are I have, red flags. I have no, I have no trust issues with her. But dude, then why don't you just ask her if there's not really like <laughs> yeah. a big like just ask her like <laughs> like just yeah, ask I have her. No hey. trust issues, but I'm gonna send a very detailed mail back to <laughs> yeah. see what the boys <laughs> yeah. think. Like hmm, yeah, okay. Yeah. Also, are and we are I, we not gonna I, talk I, about how it's not out of the ordinary for her to just meet up with people? Go to lunch mm, randomly. For, uh, no, I, this you're talking to. Maybe Justine. she's a social I am a Justine. Person. I am a Justine. You're, Justine. you're talking to one of those. I am one of the. She is a thousand percent <laughs> cheating on this man. King, uh, King, set her up again. Catch her in the act, and then get on with, and then go get on with your life. All right, I think this is the perfect segue. James, could you please? Tell us of your experiences being a Justine. Okay. And we want the long version. A trifle mass, Justine, too. <laughs> and and Dom, feel free to jump in here and add context the entire time. Yes. I'll okay. definitely double so, touch. It's year, I think, 2015. I think year 2015 just started. I'm in the fifth year of a relationship. Everything Everything's going all right. You know, we just decided we were going to move in together. We had a, we got a roommate. We're getting ready to move in, and I'm working at like a call center at the time. And we start fighting. I really don't want to go, but we've already I've already put the deposit down, all that stuff. So I'm like, fuck, it, I'm gonna go in and, and and go. I do have a work. I think they call him a work wife. At the time, you know, she would bring she'd buy me lunch. We would eat lunch together. Nothing, Ooh. nothing out of the ordinary, like. 
nothing really happened, but she was just like there. And, and it always crossed my mind, like eventually. So one day, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I love, right that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Completely so, agree. Yeah. Yeah. Let, we got to stop there. We got to get a little bit more here. So this, this other person is your quote unquote work wife and you and her would have lunch all the time while you were in a five-year relationship. Yeah, she would just like, you know how you have, you know, she just flirted a little bit, not too much, yeah. nothing crazy, she's not grabbing my junk or nothing, give me a couple winks here and there where we'd go get, you know, food, because I was her manager. So I just whoa, thought she was trying to get, whoa, I just thought she was Right, so I thought she was just trying to get like perks. You know, she was trying to get a little oh, bit of yeah. extra, like a little less work and such until one day she goes, she just goes for it. She, she goes for it. And wait, what does she go I, for? Can you give us for me? Yeah. She grabs, she grabs me. She grabs me. What does she grab? And she, okay. You want, okay. She grabs my dick. <laughs> All right. She grabs my dick from underneath the table and asks if I want to go to the bathroom, the single stall bathroom. I didn't, I didn't even hesitate. Like, I, didn't even, I didn't even hesitate. This guy was in a key. relationship at this time, too. I, I was in a relationship, a five-year really bad rocky relationship. So, yeah, I didn't even hesitate. And it turned into it turned into a thing. We would fuck, like, every other day while I was still in my relationship. And I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get out of it. I, I don't do breakups. I actually still to this day never have actually broken up with a girl. Well, so I just started. So being, instead you just fuck your work wife until exactly, you're, you're exactly you're, okay, right. Until understood. eventually okay. you're until a eventually Meredith. She, you're a Meredith. <laughs> Jesus. Luke. Giant drama doesn't, doesn't want to break up. Can't break up. I'm sorry. It was trigger forever. warning. I should have said trigger warning for anyone. Yeah. Who the, who, uh, trigger warning who did for Johnny the drama, who did, who was it that Johnny drama couldn't break up with? I'm, I, I thought it was everyone. I thought he just said in general, he's like, He's like, why break up if you can just keep it going? That's it wasn't true. that Jamie That's Lynn true. Sigler, was it? No, or, no, no. I, I, dude, Johnny Drama is such a character. I fucking love everything about him. So I'm, th- I'm thinking it the whole time. I'm like, okay, well, if I just start acting like an asshole and start being distant, she'll just break up with me. Because it was, a, it, it's five years, so it's a complicated like breakup. Like we have the same phone plan together and shit. Got so it. it's not like one of those. Okay, go about your day. I'll go about my day. Like it's a huge. It's almost. And you guys were like living together too, right? So it's damn near no like dog. a divorce. No dog though. No dog. No dog. Okay. No dog or nothing. I'm her not letting me get a dog was lately. like. Her not letting me get a dog was the final straw. I'm like, you know what? I'm glad I'm doing this behind your back. I'm glad oh, I'm doing so she this. she didn't allow a dog. She wouldn't allow. Yeah, but she could have oh. 25 Marilyn Monroe pictures. But I couldn't have a. But I couldn't have a puppy. So I'm like, you know what? Wow, I'm, I'm she cool. didn't want a puppy. I'm, she's so and I'm evil. continuing to do this. Yeah, she's yeah, terrible. Right. Just a terrible okay. human. I still don't regret. I, I still, disclaimer alert. I still my my decision still justified. I just go about the breakup part a little different. So this is going on for like three months. Jesus. And, <laughs> yeah. So I was virtually dating the two girls at the same time for three months. Super stressful. I was fucking in the single stall at work. I would no not. Deal. Oh yeah. I do not recommend. How many it. days did you fuck both of them in the same day? Do not recommend it. Um, I tried to keep it. I tried to not do it because I was like withholding oh. from her. Oh, because of, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Because first of all, the, the, the work, why it's, you know, you when you get that first like magical, like life changing pussy. Because <laughs> I, I was yeah. like, 20, I'm like yeah. 24. So I haven't I, gotten. I, 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 yeah. 
and she was older. And so it's it's going on about three months. Um, no one knows but my roommate because he's my friend and he's you know doing his best to help me out and stuff. I'm doing I'm doing the just scene. I'm doing random lunch meetups and hanging out with friends late at night. She's going to hang out with friends when I'm really going to fuck my work wife. And one day we finally, she gets all the hints. I'm being, you know, distant. I'm not, it, the plan's working. I almost pulled this off. We break up, me and me and the regular girlfriend, we break up. We decide like, hey, let's just stick out this month together. Like we'll do separate rooms and such. And uh, and then you can leave and then we'll we'll pay off whatever's left and then go about our separate ways. Like kind of amicable. I'm like, okay, this sounds good. I like, I did it. I pulled it off. I dated two girls for three months and I got away with it. And a smooth breakup was lining up too. Like, no, I didn't. I did not. I did not. I am not the GOAT. Uh I LeBron James, I LeBron James 2011 finals did. Oh, damn. You didn't post up JJ Barea? I didn't post up Jay Doe. I love you for that. (laughs) I lost to the fucking Mavericks. (laughs) So one night I was sleeping. She was sleeping in her room. I was sleeping on the couch. Only had like a few days left. She decided she was going to go through my phone. She went through my phone. She found she found like old messages and stuff. She screenshotted everything. This is like oh my God. four in the morning. Ooh. So instead of being a rational human being and waiting until I wake up to have a discussion with me about this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What, if you hold, say, on, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, adults. Instead of being an adult. Oh, she gonna do? Hold Go on. Hold on. For a couple you hours. Yeah. You just you banged someone else for three months. Don't tell her to be an adult. Keep going. Like, oh, I just saw his phone. Let me go back to sleep until he wakes up. That's a nigga. Okay, so, well, she decides she's going to take the phone. She slams it in my face while I'm asleep. I'm dead asleep on the couch. She slams the shit on my face. That's good. I didn't know it got violent. Now this. Yeah, is no, it, it, gets, it gets worse. It, it got. So there's, there's involved even shit. So I'm, I'm like, it's four, it, it's four in the morning. And I'm completely, I, I think I have a concussion. She slammed the phone in my face. <laughs> She's going on this long rant about everything, how I'm the scum of the earth, piece of shit, all this, all this stuff. Oh, hold and, on, James, James, one mm-hmm. quick question. As soon as she hit you with the phone and you woke up, first thought, put me there, because I want to know that, like. I thought fuck? someone I thought someone broke in. I thought someone was breaking <laughs> in because like, I'm on the couch. Because it's a two-story, it's the second floor of an apartment. So you have to go up the stairs inside the apartment. And I get hit in the face. So I'm scrambling. I'm on like attack mode. I'm shirtless in my underwear. Like, what the fuck is going on? And then it's this. He was this, so sure. He was so sure that he got out free that it just hit him in the face. Like it hit oh, me dead man. in the face. Hit and he didn't even think it's that. He thought it was an intruder. Okay, sorry, go. So she's going on about this rant. She's going on this rant. It felt like 15 minutes. It was probably like four minutes. Now, again, it's four in the morning. I'm like half dazed. I'm half triggered because I'm thinking I was about to have to fight for my life against home invaders. <laughs> and so she's like, I went through your phone, you piece of shit. You've been doing this stuff the entire, the entire time. I'm like, first of all, it wasn't the entire time. It's been five years. It's been, it was 90 days max. 
I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> first, yeah, first problem. I shouldn't have said that. And then, you know, I didn't know what to say. Like, I got caught. I was actually kind of relieved. Like, I'm like, oh, good, it's over. Like, it's definitely over. But the next thing I said was, wait, you went through my phone? And she snapped. She just snapped. She started punching at me. We were close to the stairs because it was right. The couch was right on the other side of the stairs. She, like, pushes me. I'm like close to falling down the stairs. She's trying to give me, she's trying to, she's trying to kill me. This, this, this she's trying to Spartan kick my nigga down the stairs. She's trying to Spartan kick me down the stairs for this. She's, she's girl. She goes into the room. She starts throwing shit into the living room, screaming piece of shit. All this stuff. I'm trying to calm, I'm trying to calm her down while also not getting assaulted anymore. And so I go into, I go into like, I knock on my roommate's door. And he'll deny, he'll deny this is what happened, but he's not on here, so fuck him. And I told him what happened. I was like, yeah, the jig is up. She's kind of throwing my stuff out. <laughs> and he's like, oh, man, yeah, that sucks. And then I went into the bathroom thinking he was going to stay and, like, kind of help. And he left. He went straight to work. He, like, Iverson stepped over my clothes. Like, Tyron Lou Iverson stepped, <laughs> went down the stairs and, like, had to go to work. <laughs> And he's oh, like, man. yeah, buddy, I'm sorry. I had to go to work. My boss is going to kill me. And I'm like, like, he works for himself. Him and his dad have their own company. I'm like, no, like, you could have stayed. You could have stayed and helped. Like, he he didn't believe me when I'm like, she's trying to kill me. She tried to <laughs> fucking kill me. And she, like, slams, locks the door. She's in the room. She's tearing stuff up. She threw some of the stuff out the window, some stuff uh, down the stairs. And she told me I had until, like, noon i had till noon to get all my stuff and she's like you leave don't come back till at least nine o'clock and if you whatever stuff's here after 12 is getting burned burned i'm like yeah all right enough said enough said so i leave (laughs) i grab like the first three articles of clothing i can find i leave and i drive at it's probably like five something in my parents house by now my parents are dead asleep. I, I I go in. I wake my mom up. I tell her I tell her what's going on. The whole time, my girlfriend is posting on Facebook. This is how everyone. I didn't know everyone sees. So I check. <laughs> this is the chat. good part. This I check the group part. chat. I check the group chat, and there's like 200 messages at five in the morning. I'm like, all right, so something's something's happening here. I go and I look, and it's just them posting the screenshots and just roasting my fucking life away <laughs> my yeah, mom was, is sitting there far. my mom is sitting there roasting my fucking life away my dad comes in he comes into the room i'm sitting there he's like half asleep as well because i woke him up when i got in and he's like what's going on and i'm like yeah i've been cheating on i've been cheating on her and i'm with another girl and she threw me out of the apartment and he literally just closed the door and went back to sleep. Really gotten to him over the years already and broken him down psychologically. He just couldn't deal with anything else. He just no, he's just like, no, I'm not Too bad no, you couldn't ask him for not. that cup of coffee right then. Yeah, hey, he didn't have this. See, if he would have had his Folgers, <laughs> the best part of waking up is Folgers, not finding out that it his son's a scumbag. Uh, John, can you tell us? Can you tell us how you played into this too? This morning, day of uh, oh, day of doomsday. Well, same same scenario here. I wake up. It's about 
6 a.m., uh, a little bit later, maybe 5.45-ish. And uh, Ramon was already an early riser because he would work out and be up early. So I'm like, all right. But then, when, like how James said, once there was like 200 messages in there, I'm like, damn, so all the boys are lit this early in the morning? <laughs> Literally, I still remember. I was at my mom's place. I'm in the bathroom roasting, like laughing at this text and looking at Facebook. And I'm like, damn, this lady's literally blowing my guy up on Facebook at 5.30 in the morning about, and the Facebook post wasn't anything light. I wonder if she ever deleted it. Um, yeah, that it was honestly, like some serious if shit. If that like, Facebook she post like... still exists, that should be the cover of like this week's podcast. Oh Cause God, it was literally be like, <laughs> such a Please. scumbag piece I'd of like, shit. I'd like, like for that what? to exist. Yeah, that'd be I I'm, also I'm gonna look for say... it on the side cause that was epic. I do want to say that she also made up some stuff in the post. 80% oh. was right. But she, like, she she was like Oof. letting like people on Facebook know that I've been cheating on her for five years consecutively. Ooh. Several women. All this stuff. It got stuff. to the point where she even and I'm lied not gonna, about like, res- a I'm not gonna respond. I'm like, who? Yeah, I'm not going to go on Facebook, respond and be like, no, it was just one girl for three months. <laughs> Get your facts right. No, I've already lo- I've lost the credibility here. So I just I just removed the I just removed the Facebook app. No, look, 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 I'm going to you know, it's easy to make these things or these decisions post haste. But I would have I would have I would have been like, all right, calm down, bitch. It was just one girl, three months because you're right. They lose the higher ground, but you can still salvage some of the situation. No, my favorite part was what he was just leading into, how he said, oh, and I was just deleting the Facebook app. So this motherfucker thought, like, oh, I'm going to delete the Facebook app. It's going to be good. Like, bro, we still getting all these notifications in the background. Her her likes and her friends were, like, commenting on it. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. My boy is dusted right now. At 6 a.m., my boy is dusted. I'm, like, shocked they didn't like the status and be like, yeah, he's such a piece of shit. What an asshole. While they're, what, what, they're finding out about this in the group chat. the scum of the earth. The scum of the earth. Not yeah. I think Osama bin Laden was still alive at the time too. <laughs> and, damn. damn. And oh it's it was me. The worst thing to ever happen. The worst thing to ever happen to humanity was me. Then I've it got was a question. That, then it, mm-hmm. uh, what do you think at this point <clears throat> about the social media move? You know, like Depending on which side you're on, I guess if you're the one that got cheated on, I actually saw another friend today post on Facebook saying, like, time for full transparency. I'm not okay and not going to keep mistakes secret to be polite. I was cheated on. She says who did it. She says what happened. It's like a whole story. She put this post up there. What do we think? Is that the move? No. Okay. No, no. it's not. And and I'll, there's a there's a sim. There's another part. This this goes on for another day. I don't care if you if she posts that she's a you know a woman scorn do all that if you want if you're done with it, but like two days later she wanted to talk to me and try and like work things out. I'm like you can't no. I'm like no. Your entire family saw this. Like you posted was for ba- everyone. Wait, she to wanted see. it to keep going the relationship. She was gonna forgive. She wanted you? me. Yeah, she wanted to forgive. She wanted to forgive me and take me. And I had to explain to her that one, I didn't want to, and that when you she post the power that stuff back. on right, when you post that stuff on social media, like I'm not. No, that's you can't do that because it'll never be. It'll never be the same. She, she has wanted, a family. She wanted. She she wanted to post two days later. Forgiveness is powerful. With the Vanessa Bryant, with shit, the Vanessa Bryant ring on, 
Same, same, same. Now I got to follow up with, with time down the line. How is the relationship? Is there a relationship between you guys? Are you guys amicable today? No, never spoke to her again. I've ne- every girl that I've ever, outside of one that's ever, we've ever like broken up with, never again. Cause I, and I started you mean dating broke the work up with wife. You. Basically, either they broke <laughs> up with me. Oh, wow. Audio quality must have lost him. Damn, I still hear him too. I was going to say, I was going to say, James, just uh, tell your side of the story today. You finally get to even the score. Yeah, this and is just, good. Just James. be like, and Although be like, I hey, hey. I don't it's think like a cold case. It's a cold case. Helping, but <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's definitely not, but it's good to have both sides. Like, <laughs> no, I'm with it. Episode. Yeah. 2020, yeah, this... 2020, where, what do they call it? Uh, what was that show that they used to have it? On ABC, like 2020 stories or something like that. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what, um, oh, man, I know what you're talking about. It wasn't too. 30. But yeah, it was like the, the Dateline NBC, or ABC, something like that. Yeah, but those like weird shit where you'd see stuff about the guy who killed his old family and the cold case 10 minutes? years later. No, not 60 minutes. It was a, I feel like it was Dateline or Nightline or something like that. But yeah, it was like basically like, hey, you, you'd, you'd have a cold case and Ten years later, one person would come forward and tell like a different side of it. Yeah, I think it was. It's kind of what's going on. I think it was that 2020. Uh, that's what it used to be called, like 20. I forgot what it was called. Like yeah, yeah, something like that. But yeah, that's kind of what this is with with it, uh, James. The situation just ten years to, later. Uh, in response to Luke's question, uh, Luke, I don't think you should ever, ever, ever take it to social media. It's not. It's no one else's business. Correct. And, I agree. It's also if anything think, like this ever happens to me, I won't talk about it on a podcast or like in public. <laughs> um, I yeah, I just don't think you should take it social media. I, I think if you do that, you, you're just you're looking for pity, basically. Like, oh, this person's oh, a horrible yeah. person, and I'm right, and I'm, and I'm a better person. They're trying to put um, themselves on a pedestal at that point. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, you know, don't play the victim card either. Like, whatever. I mean, in this scenario, you are actually the victim, but don't. Just, just don't take that road. Yeah, don't act like the victim. You don't have. Oh no, gift. It was a gift. I'm definitely pulling up. I'm all the way back in 2018 already on her uh, Facebook, trying to look for this post. Oh, that's perfect. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. (laughs) All right. Well, as John keeps scrolling, let's check. James, are you back? Can you hear us? I'm gonna Uh, go check on him real quick since we're in the same house. So. Let's. Oh, he's doing a wellness check. That's good. I wish we had someone to do that for Carlos. Carlos, take your vitals. I'm right here, bro. <laughs> Carlos, how many beverages? How many beverages do you have? There is one big ass bottle of water, and that's it. All right, Let's go. nice, Chloe. Yeah, Good shit, Chloe. Damn. Speaking of water, I'm pretty. I'm doing pretty bad on my gallon today. Flush your toxins. Purify your soul. All right. Well, while we wait for James to get back and figure this out, let's go ahead and jump into our next mailbag. Uh, someone wrote in. And I'm 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 assuming here that they're directing this question at Carlos, uh, but they want to know what the heck is going on with the stock market right now. So um, we don't know if Carlos is going to have all the answers, uh, but he can certainly provide some level of knowledge where we can, you know, be a little bit educated on this topic. I'm back. 
I'm back. Oh, I'm back. Disregard, no, James. Finish no, no, no. I was gonna say, Carlos, go ahead. Please include crypto and my twenty-six dollars in Shiba. I need to know if it's gonna. I need to know if we're going to the moon anytime soon. Uh, okay, let's start off with uh, equity stocks in general. So, uh, my sponsor earlier today, Chinese Evergrande, is one of the biggest net borrowers in the world. They have about three hundred and seventy billion dollars of liabilities uh, to various banks and financial institutions all around the world. Some of the big names, Bank of America, Citigroup, of course, JP Morgan and Chase, Bank of America, Credit Suisse, the list goes on. So here's here's the problem. In June, there was rumblings that uh, Chinese Evergrande would start to default or not be able to make payments on all of this loan. Now, like all things in like most things in China, right? It's controlled or there's some sort of uh, state government involvement in it. So what's going on? Chinese Evergrande has now become a black box. The, uh, the Chinese Politburo actually intervened, raided their headquarters and took over operations. They are stopping the flow of information. So we don't really know. And when I say we, I mean the financial world and all the money that they're owed and these interest payments that they're expecting don't really know um, what the situation is. And China has come out and said, hey, you are, if you're getting payments, you're getting these payments late. So that is actually setting back the entire, it's essentially a lending crunch that's going on right now. Um, and it's hurting markets all around the world. Um, that coupled with the cheap interest rates, right? Uh, it, it, while there's money to be Cheap interest rates means there's money to be distributed, flowed, lent. But right now, given the Chinese Evergrande situation, everybody else is running to preserve capital because if some shit goes down down the line and China just says, hey, fuck it, we're going to blow this up and uh, and you guys got to take your L's, what happens is you need to be holding on to cash because after the Great Recession, we had uh, banking covenants put in in uh in place regarding how much cash levels the stress test uh if you guys remember that that specific term that uh balance sheets for banks should be able to pass and this would be the first time that those stress tests would be actually tested in real life scenarios which is why the banks aren't really lending right now uh growth uh manufacturing spending and all that is kind of in a crunch and at the same time, we're expecting uh, to combat the inflation of the, well, it wasn't only Biden, it was also Trump. A lot of the spending plans and uh, the assistance that went out during COVID, it's created an inflation, right? Gas, I don't know about you guys, but gas is about four bucks, 10 cents down here in Miami. Um, so to control that runaway inflation that we're having, right? We went up to 10% inflation uh, the last six months of the year to date. Uh, we're raising interest rates. So that means that we're essentially in a deflationary environment. That means you're tech stocks. And I'm pretty sure you guys are hurting because you are invested in, uh, well, like most people who invest in a uh, in a fund, right? You're investing it's in some It's sort all of marijuana fund. stocks, Chloe. It's Hold all on. marijuana stocks. No, no, no. Well, yeah, I know that's the joke we're going for, asshole. But you, if you guys are into these growth ETFs or into these tech stocks, those are the ones that get battered, right? Because those are the ones that trade with the crazy multiples of like 140 times earnings. Right now, if you want to be making money in this market, you need to be in energy, utilities, 
and value stocks. What is a value stock? Anything that trades less than 12 times multiples. So think retail, think rental, REITs, shit that's not sexy, but it's still generating cash flows. Perfect. So nothing that I own. That's great to hear. Um, one- uh, hold on. Hold on. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I have a question for you. Um, actually, I have two questions. One, fuck you, because uh, you told me to buy PLTR forever no, ago. No, that's, that's still and I that's keep still... And I keep, I have like 120 shares of PLTR, and I got in like at 22. Okay. And, uh, and it's at 15 right now, right? Yeah, it's at 15, but that's besides the point. My so you lost 700 bucks? I have, a, I have a legit question, though, is what are your Home. thoughts? I, okay, go ahead. Home. Home. Do yourself a favor. Grab another fifteen hundred bucks. Pick up another share, another hundred shares, and average down like uh, a real person, a real man with balls would do. And don't cry to me about it because when uh, Palantir takes off, that like I hate using the expression when moon, but Palantir is controls a lot of big data. That's the future, buddy. You need to yeah. be in that space. I honestly, I, I mean, I get it. Everyone's telling me the same thing. Basically, buy. This is the time to buy. But um, you could buy something last week and it's still going down. So is it the time to buy? Not a Tundra. Not, not a Tundra. Sure. tundra the Tundra would value. be the best purchase anyone can make right now. <laughs> uh, Carlos, I have a question, though. Uh, I'm not sure if you've seen these reports, but they have shown how a lot of people in Congress, both Republican and Democrats, have made significant money off of the stock market in this past year and it sounds billions. like yeah billions and it sounds like um they I, I think i'm not sure how the process works but biden was basically in position to determine whether congress is allowed to buy stocks and of course biden being a very uh educated and bright human he said i will leave it up to congress so the very people who are making the money off of these stocks are also now in control and, and, and the decision is there to continue doing so or to stop. My, my question is, what is your opinion on that? Um, and I think, uh, I think an NFL athlete posted something like this on Twitter this week where he's like, um, a member of Congress being able to purchase stocks is like an NFL player being able to bet on the game that he's playing in. And I mean, he brings up a great point. So uh, I'm just curious to hear what your take is on that. It's a, it's actually a very salient point and I would agree, right? One of the things uh, that I, even when I was in consulting, one of the things I wasn't allowed to do was take positions in companies that I could affect policy in, right? If that rule applies to me, why the fuck shouldn't Congress members who actually hold policymaking power for trillions of dollars be allowed to trade stocks that they have say over, right? Um, somebody can say, hey, Democrats can say, hey, let's pass this infrastructure spending bill and, you know, company that's green, like all this green energy bullshit, right? And before I vote on this bill, I can go ahead and pick up a thousand shares of EVgo. And all of a sudden that shit goes from 20 bucks to 60. I've made a mint, right? Because I had, technically it wasn't insider information because it wasn't operations about the specific company itself. But the fact that I'm handing out infrastructure spending bills and government money to these to these companies means that there's going to be revenues that they weren't accounting for. So the value based on these multiples is going to go up. It should be illegal. Technically, what they're supposed to fill out these forms before they do every trade. But a lot of them do it after the fact. And that's how they get caught. Like 
if you actually track Nancy Pelosi's last, I don't know, a year and a half worth of oh, training, yeah, she's be, been one of the best. You'd be beating, her net you'd be beating worth the is market. Like, yeah. You'd be beating the market by like 200 Her net worth is like $200 million and her salary is 200K. So, <laughs> the last couple of years, Nancy Pelosi's like she's, net worth she's is beating, like she, that? She's beating. No, 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 not like that. Uh, She'll say it's because she's done real estate deals, and some of that is true. But she'll she's also pin it on 800%. her husband and say that her husband is making the 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 profit on these on the stock market, which is very convenient. Um, okay, I, I think politics they, are hold boring. On, hold on, hold on, hold I have on, some crypto on, questions hold on, hold on, for a second. The okay, solution good, for that good. is you got to do it like they do with the president, right? You got to turn over all your securities yeah. to to a third party. Put it in a blind trust. Don't allow even even the fucking husband and kids. Like if you're one one generation removed from the senator, you should not be allowed to trade it either. And I know that's a bit draconian, but fuck it. Because if if my dad had inside information or knew which way someone was voting, he would absolutely text me and tell me to put fucking money on X. Um, that's just how it goes, right? Family takes care of family. Yeah, and I mean it. Honestly, it's just. I mean, I, I, I'd like to be in Congress now so that I can make millions off of the stock market. I bet they all have their own <laughs> little group chat where they're like, hey, this is about to pass. Everyone hammer this. They're like, hey, yeah, or, it makes sense vote, like how you said vote, their hey, annual we all salary. This, let's vote. We yeah, can like also, their annual yeah. salary ain't that high. So for them to be making that much money, it's like there has to be something else going on behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. We should... Um, if, they, if Congress doesn't want to do this, then every single time a member of Congress is purchasing any form and any stocks, it should be like breaking news and we should all be able to jump on it as well. <laughs> that That is Con- the Congress only has thing their system. I- they got their system, bro. They got the guy who sends them the picks. Like, yeah, right, they do. Go. They got their system. You're right. <laughs> they have a system, and they beat the system. Yeah. They literally beat the system. Our boy, so. hey, our boy's on all these. That's yeah. that's, look, that's what Trump... buy the buy the buy the dip now. That's yeah. what you Except have they don't Trump... lose, John. They don't lose. It's like, oh, hey guys, I'm on a. It's like one of these it's like book Billy, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one it's of these like bookmakers yep. texting and being like, I'm on a 20 game win streak. Well, Congress <laughs> is on a year win streak. They haven't lost in years. <laughs> yeah, but they're just always hedging like Billy too. So, yeah, yeah. So it's a win win. Any other questions for Carlos before we move on? I do. I do have one question. Carlos, is uh, is all of this noise in the market surrounding uh, the China Bank, whatever situation, is that what's also affecting Ethereum? Why is Ethereum down? That's what's really crushing me. It's about 50% of my portfolio. Yeah. Carlos, you're no, on mute. It's, it's, okay. Yeah, no, you're, no, no, you're... I'm not. I'm not. You know, one of the one of the curious things about uh, crypto is that we said we all assumed that with decentralized finance, what happened with uh, traditional banking wouldn't affect it, right? But one of the things you've noticed as venture, not only venture capital but mainstream banking, right? Like who owns a lot of the Bitcoin stockpiles now? It's MicroStrategies, it's Tesla, it's large corporations. So as they take uh look corporations are risk adverse so when they have to uh, basically raise cash that will sell the, the like the one asset right i can't i can't really turn up let's say i'm tesla and i need to make a quick buck right and i bought i bought a uh, bitcoin at 28 30k 
if I can't sell this power plant right away, but I need a couple million dollars, I can sell all this Bitcoin that I stockpiled. It's the same thing with MicroStrategy, right? So you see a lot of a lot of dumps to raise cash that are happening with the situation. Um, and it's it's downward pressure on, on the on the sale price. For all intents and purposes, crypto shouldn't be down, but it is. If you were buying at the peaks, I do feel sorry, but it's I'll give you the same advice as Ramon. Consolidate, scoop up some more and wait for the pop-up, right? Ethereum 2.0 is supposed to be less than 14 months away. That's when it's supposed to take off because the problem with Ethereum right now is the gas fees. Uh, as the network has grown and the value within the network has grown, the, the transaction fees have gotten unwieldy, right? For you to move 25 bucks of Ethereum, it's going to cost you another 20 bucks. That makes no sense. It doesn't. Uh, do we think that NFTs that the money that's flowing into, into NFTs right now at all is affecting that? Is there like diversification among the coins and, and more ways for people that have crypto to spend money and, and so it's getting utilized? Is that affecting the prices at all at this point, Carlos? Yeah, well, the NFT market is actually down. If you look at the largest crypto projects by total value, right? The punks, the board uh, board clubs, even though the floors have gone, gotten higher, there's less actual sales happening. Right? They're just not trading hands often. And that's also a sign of depressed crypto, right? Because 55 Ethereum at when when Ethereum was at 4.8K is a lot less than 55 Ethereum now at uh, at what what is it, 3100? So a lot of people are just enlisting or, or raising the prices. So these sales aren't happening. Um there is money flowing into NFTs, but I'll tell you what, it's it's that quote that I sent you boys earlier that the metaverse is gonna be a junkyard of NFTs. There's a lot oh, of it projects. Is. It, that was it a great is, quote. It is it is the wild west, the new gold rush, if you will. And there's a lot of projects that have no value. The key is, gentlemen, when you're reading white papers, when you're reading, you know, the, the, the NFTs that you're getting into, make sure that they have besides pretty art, right? Utility, because art will only hold value when it's done by an artist you respect. Um, and there's definitely not too many of those in the NFT space. What's yet. the utility that you, you might look for? Uh, utility, you can look for secondary payments, right? The NFTs that pay you residuals from, from sales of the project. NFTs that airdrop coins to you if they invest, right? A lot of these NFTs have DAOs that then make seed investments on other organizations, which can boom or bust, but they're, they're paying you out different coins, right? Uh, one of the, one of the, uh, the shadowy super code is uh, an NFT project on, and look, this is not financial advice disclaimer. Um, <laughs> the shadowy super code is project on Solana, right? It's seeding other projects in the Solana chain and it may seed with the money that they raised, right? Because they sold that 10 Solana when Solana was almost a 200, they raised a, 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 a nice chunk of money. So it's essentially become a mini venture capital fund for the people that hold the NFTs. And they're, they may see 10 to 15 projects. If two or three of them are a boom and the rest are a bust, they've already made their money back and paid out more. I think you nailed all. it. I think you all nailed right. it when you said it's the new gold rush because all the things that we were just talking about had me at the point where I just wanted to drink copious amounts of bleach talking about these politicians and the stock market and how we're all basically fucked. But once he started talking about NFTs, I was like, oh, my God, we're all going to survive. If this stupid shit's how we're spending all of our time and our money, we're, we don't have real problems. I think we're going to find gold, boys. Sorry. This podcast has had enough 
of stock market talk. No, no, I hear you. Let me, let, that let was me really talk. good, Chloe. Break it was up, good, Chloe. Actually, hold on, yeah, me, that was really great. It's a great breakdown. But let's not forget one. that this is Nothing Matters Sports Podcast. We might have to remove that second part because we've talked zero <laughs> about sports today. Well, that's actually something we started hearing from listeners is uh, that they really liked the beginning. So hopefully we're just giving the people what they want. Write us in. And, and I mean, we had some pretty good uh, J.J. Barea and Iverson and uh, Kobe Bryant references. We did have we some good references. the cheating story. This is, this and uh, it's topical lately if, uh, for some people out there in the world. So anyway, I, I would like we I close. That was amazing. We're going to we're going to come back. Hopefully people can write in if they've got any crypto questions. Chloe will uh, continue to answer those in the mailbag, too. We'll be posting the links for the mailbag where you can submit on our Twitter page. Nothing Matters Sports Podcast uh, on our Instagram page or uh, via email. If you're really crazy, send a letter in, um, find somebody's address. Okay. And I think we want to talk on. about NFL head coaches or, okay, what's up? No, we're going to do a wild card weekend recap. If we, before we get into that, though, I want to uh, get a status check on John. John, were you able to find the post from James's ex girlfriend on Facebook? So- I'm currently on June 20, 2015. Um, I am getting closer because I see one of our old friends, Matt Mercado, showing up in these pictures. Okay. So I'm waiting. If I've gone oh, to the, the classic where he has a picture with James, the classic hanging out with you know your boy's ex girl ex uh, or your boy's best friends when you're his ex girlfriend. Yeah, that's and I've already seen right a lot now. of. Justine. I've been scrolling uh, across a lot that say um, you don't need no man no man type shit so i'm like oh, I'm oh this is getting good okay <laughs> yeah All right. yeah so i'm real close well, yeah uh the Luke, single independent it. women post <laughs> yeah take some screenshots take some screenshots of that i don't need no man we're gonna put it on the social oh um, side by side all right so yeah let's do a wild card weekend recap uh first game here is uh saturday's game so we had vegas and bengals uh, I'll quickly throw my two cents in there. Honestly, I'm, Raiders are a great story, but it had to come to an end at some point. And I don't actually think that the whistle call is a big deal because I heard that whistle after the play and he was clearly inbound. So I don't have an issue with that. Uh, who day boys. Yeah. Uh, bro, bro rolls, but I think they're going to have a hard time at, at Tennessee. I mean, there's just a lot of bad teams in the playoffs now with it with, I don't know. I felt like the teams this year, like almost every game was bad up until, um, I mean the Cowboys game, but basically yeah, every other game exactly was kind of like a blowout. SEC fans will be saying yeah, next year. Ugly, Texas, ugly football. If, if, oh. Texas, if Texas makes uh. the playoffs next year, SEC fans will be saying the exact same thing when Texas just gets <laughs> blown out by 50. Great. Oh uh, yeah, Texas Texas fans get blown up by fifty. Well, there goes the playoff. That's okay. Our base, our ba- guess what? Our baseball team just got named preseason uh, number one, and so we've got a tragedy uh, brewing for baseball. Nothing screams like your football team is in shambles when you're talking about the baseball team. Uh, number one scoring defense in the NCAA basketball. Yeah, Let's just keep it going. Hey, recruiting man, I love the in, I love the portal, dude. I love the portal. Just give me new players. Oh, actually, um, I did forget to mention James is a diehard Notre Dame fan. Um, oh, maybe he can that. give us a little. Yeah, maybe he can give us yeah, a little. Give us an update. What's going on? Give us an update on your new coach. What do you like about him? Uh, looks like James lost connection again. John, what were you going to say about the Bengals game? Um, no, I was just going to say Sandra is not a Joe Burrow fan. Turns out. 
she texted me during the game and said, Joe is so full of himself. I do not like him. Wow. And end quote. And I had a corrector. I was like, well, mom, mom, yeah. mom, this is a good guy. You need to like him more than you do. You might not have to like him as much as you like Tom Brady, but Joey Burrows, he's, 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 he's that dude. Wait, and, wait, wait. Um, no, my mom texts to... very similar things. Hold on. She will just randomly on. text me about a player. Like, Your mom thinks Joe Burrows is into himself and not Tom Brady? Um, I think it's a little different because Tom Brady's had yeah, the success. Right. I think I think her I think where she's coming from, that's a good point. Because I mean you could say so, but Tom can be into himself. I think anyone who's done as well as people like him have done, um, those elite quarterbacks in the league over time, they, they can be into themselves. I think her perspective is that Joe Burrow is this, oh, who are you? You're just a second year player. He's so into himself. I think that's where it's coming from more than the fuck him he's, he's into himself he's just a terrible person um i forgot what i told her i think i told her something about hey he's you know he, he was he was a transfer he was counted out he came back from the acl injury you know hey joe joe has a right to kind of flex a little bit so you know hey even you know you want to you want to agree with your mom and be like hey i'm glad she's trying to talk sports but when they're wrong you gotta check it because it's like developing bad habits with your golf swing you don't want to see those continue to fester and her to have some weird hot takes and, and all that. But um, we could yeah, do a mom's episode. My, my mom's like, my mom does the same exact do- thing and I, we have to watch out for it, but yeah, we, we can, we can tease it. it. We can continue to, we can continue to tease yeah. it. <laughs> we know our yeah. moms will write us in. If you want the mom's episode, we're never doing it, but write us in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, ah, it's a nice, nice thought. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a lot of that. James, are you back? Do we have audio? Yes, I'm back. Can All right. Uh, yeah, give us, uh, give us a couple seconds here of your new Notre Dame's coach. Sorry, we're getting sidetracked. Marcus Freeman, I love him. Yeah. He's a he's a great recruit. He was able to go into the south, the southern schools, the southern states, and get some guys, including top ten pick this year, Kyle Hamilton. Take him away from Georgia. We got a good recruiting class coming in next year. We have my son, Tyler Buckner, the half Asian sensation. And uh, we'll be a mid team the next year, first year head coach. And then next year after that, I think we'll be back in the playoffs. Wow. Bold. Back in the playoffs. 2020 we'll back in the playoffs. We'll be the, uh, we'll be the Philadelphia Eagles to the Buccaneers, Alabama. Ooh, okay. And that's about it. Uh, we're 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 not Alabama, but hey, we'll take Georgia for now. That's fine. <laughs> uh, all right. Next game here: Patriots at Buffalo. I don't even want to speak. You guys take it this one away. Take it away. Did anyone listen to the Simmons podcast yet? No crap. Uh, yeah, I did. I did. I did. I heard it. Is it um, good? Him and, Sal, him and Sal were just funny. Just yeah, just, just making fun of each other. They, they, they harped on the Cowboys a lot more, um, probably because it's Bill and he's, you know, he's like, oh, fuck this. We're not talking about the past for so long. But, um, yeah, it, it was it, in his eyes. <laughs> I think they both made a joke at one point about how Brian Flores should be the coach of each other's team. Um, they're like, yeah, if the Cowboys said Brian Flores. If the Pats said Brian Flores, 
then yeah, that, that's the next guy. That, that's the best thing they could do next. And, yeah, everyone and that, talks actually, about no, Brian so, Flores, so, like he's won yeah, 10 Super Bowls. But, but Bill, Bill said that to Sal originally, and then Sal immediately was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to say next time you, you want to talk about a coach. I'll be like, yeah, you should just hire Brian Flores, bro. He's the man. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny how he sets himself up sometimes like that. But yeah. We'll talk about um, we'll talk about Brian Flores here soon. Oh my god. Uh, it, was uh, weird, it was a weird game because nice, the Bills scored the Bills scored first, like on the easy, easy drive. And then the Patriots were moving the ball a little bit. And I thought it would be a decent back and forth. And then he threw that interception that Micah Hyde made like an that amazing was a great catch. interception. Yeah. And then it was over. The as soon as he picked that off in the end zone. You could just see shoulders went down. Even Bill on the sidelines, like, ah, oh, we're we're in trouble. Like, we're- I really loved uh, Bill Simmons had a tweet before the game on the under and the Patriots because he's like, oh, it's cold again in oh, Buffalo. Yeah, he has. Yeah, I saw <laughs> that. Yeah, we we tweeted yeah. at him. We tweeted at him. Oh my gosh. He had the cold weather. Um, I forgot what he called it. The cold weather uh, best bets or, or cold weather underdog parlay or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Patriots are fraud, and I'm glad like it's everyone saw they, it now. They were talking about it that like he was basically talking about it, that being the end of the Pats as we as we know it. They're gonna they're gonna let go of some of those guys. Hightower's gone, probably McCourty's gone. So basically, the the new era of the New England. I don't Patriots even think they have a lot of cap space though. because they 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 signed like five tight ends to fucking great money. Yeah, yeah, Johnny Smith and Hunter. Yeah, I mean it, it's. It's safe to say they're going to be um, retooling again, and they're going to look a lot different. Yeah, yeah, you get what you fucking deserve. And the Bills, the Bills seemed from that game where they lost, where the Patriots threw the ball like four times. Right. Even in, I remember in the presser, the press was asking them about it, asking if they were embarrassed. You could just like see on their faces, like, "Man, I cannot wait till we play these guys again." Yeah, it's not seventy degree wind because they only scored four, they only gave up fourteen points, and so. As soon as there was no crazy win, the the Patriots were a good story, but they they didn't I, belong. I was gonna say I was looking up random just uh, total defense stats in the NFL the other day, and I think I saw that the Bills had like the lowest uh, passing yards allowed out of all the teams per game or just overall. I and think they then you remember one scoring then, defense. Or something like that. Or, or, and, yeah, then also I saw that, and then I saw the quarterback uh, or, or whatever, the, the passing yards per game or something. And you remember they played a game against Mac where he threw for, like, less than 20 yards. That's true. So it's just kind of funny. It's like, oh, wow, that, that pretty much rigged the entire stat that they had yeah, there. But that makes that stat. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, it was set up after that first game to kind of be just a, a take your anger out and beat the shit out of him. All right, next up. Eagles, Buccaneers. I didn't watch this game at all. John? It was uh, pretty much over from the start, similar to the Buffalo game. Um, yeah, it was a good win. It was actually the first time the defense has been healthy um, together at the same time all year, even though we lost um, some offensive linemen. Or, or they got a little banged up, so we'll see if they get healthy. Um, but, yeah, it was pretty impressive. And you know, I think that game, for some reason, you had this weird – anxiety feeling about um, the Eagles because you're hearing all week about how they, they run, their run offense is so good and they changed everything since the Bucks game. And you, you, you turn that game on and Jalen Hurts is just doesn't look like he was an NFL quarterback. And he – yeah, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, they're going to have to make a decision on him too. But 
Um, the Eagles, for, for them, they, they have three first-round picks. I think this was kind of one of those years that they were, they were okay with making the playoffs and, you know, not really, you know, expecting too much after that. So um, it made sense the way the game played out, even though the Bucs had a lot of guys down. But the defense looked good, and, and the offense is still figuring out a way to um, move the ball without having some of the weapons. So it's a good sign. Is he we'll bad? This week goes. Is he bad, or was that a bad game? I, 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 I'm is not – I watched him, and I I just don't – I don't think he's an NFL quarterback. And, I mean, I don't want to – because the thing is, I mean, if you're going to look at Lamar Jackson and question his throwing ability, but you're like, oh, he's so athletic and he can do all these things, Jalen Hurts is a far lesser version of Lamar Jackson when it comes to being a quarterback and when it comes to throwing the ball. He he, he routinely in that game, you could just see – Aikman, like – and they made a good point of this, like uh, Aikman – was literally usually he's like good at holding back like his, his criticism of quarterbacks because he was a quarterback himself and he was just watching like while he was the commentator in the game just going in on like how you can't miss that guy he's so open like you gotta the ball has to be out now and, and I mean you just can't miss these guys if you're gonna try to win a playoff and like it was kind of like watching Jalen Hurts was like pissing him off in a sense while he was actually commentating the game too so it was kind of funny how um it played out well, I think he had Devontae Smith was a... wide open for a touchdown, and he waited too and long. He held, he, and yeah, he held it. And then, yeah. And uh, it reminds me more of, like, Johnny Manziel, slightly more like athletic. Well, I was going to say, people people wanted him to be Kyler Murray after he came out of the OU system <laughs> offense, but that was no, Lincoln Riley's offense no, that was no. doing it, and he was overrated coming into the NFL. Well, the good news is the Eagles said that they're sticking with him. So Some people were saying that he's better than Tua. Yeah, hey, when? we all know how that played when? out. We all know how it played out. I mean, it didn't matter in the end. Tua, Tua came in. He won the Natty. And, I mean, there was a reason he made the change. And this is yeah. kind of like going all the way back. It's crazy. But Same, it makes thing, you with think. Mac, same thing with Mac Jones. I'm going to go ahead and trust Nick Saban's opinion over the majority <laughs> of the NFL when it comes to two of Mac Jones and also Jalen Hurts. That's Sorry. what, that's what a, Belichick did. Belichick trusted saving on it. I guarantee you they talked about Mac Jones. Hey, Bryce right. Young and Tua on that level right now. See, that's perfect example uh, of cognitive dissonance. How two people take the same event that occurred and interpret it differently. Yep. You're both assholes, but I love you. <laughs> uh, speaking of assholes, let's let Carlos talk about the 49ers and Cowboys game. Carlos, long time. No, don't Cowboys do that to fan. me. Don't do that to me. Don't do long that to time me. Cowboys fan. <laughs> Big fan of, game, of the Cowboys. By the end of this game, I almost broke my fucking TV off the wall because it is so. Look, that Get a play picture at the if end, you do. Oh my fucking lord, dude. Oh my lord. I don't even. You know what? My blood pressure is going up just talking, just like remembering that. Fuck you, I literally have, I have the Cowboys scores for all this year, and they're literally fraudulent. Like, other, they won 12 games, but like, we I called it the Patriots and the no, Chargers. Ram, and that's that, everybody funny. else was Ram, crap. Ram, we, yeah. we called it from episode one. We said hard knocks would show no. it, and look what look what went out on the field. Hey, they just hey, lost hey, no, 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 Do not say that. We, yeah, we were My wrong. We, we backed up. We the best They're frauds. Getting fucking burnt on like four rounds. Best DB in the league. Best DB in the league. Best DB. Yeah. Apparently, this guy is the best. Oh my God. That's another thing. Why do you think they keep rolling on him all the time? Cowboys fans are all of a sudden. I'm writing on myself, Luke. Let it play. Cowboys fans claim that Dix was the best cornerback in the league. 
like w- three weeks into the season. They're like, oh, that's it. Hard knocks. He's got the little kid. He's 100% the best quarterback in the league. Bunch of interceptions. Like, come on. Their best cornerback, uh, Awuzie, went to the Bengals and, like, immediately got better. <laughs> yeah. Like, he became all pro as soon as he left. Like, just when I thought Mike McCarthy couldn't get any more Mike McCarthy, he runs a QB draw with 14 seconds left. Yeah. Look, <laughs> and then gets upset at, and then, and then gets upset at the ref because he didn't get down there to clock it. Like, the ref couldn't believe I, what was happening. He's like, I, wait, what? I do kind of feel like the ref should have, like, given them that play. Like at least uh, like two seconds on the clock for that to be honest. Yeah, it would have had enough shit, time but... for Dak to throw a pick in the end zone. So either way, they're frauds. They're frauds. Yeah. I, we play them twice a year. They beat us by sixteen, and we started Mike Glennon. And I'm like, this is a fraudulent team. They yeah, they're front runners. When they play a team that stinks, they're gonna run the score up on you and make you look good. <laughs> they play anyone with a top fifteen defense, and it's it uh, uh they malfunction. They don't yeah. know what to do. That oh, game was not, research, it's not good coming out of not good coming out of the NFC East. You don't get challenged all year, and you you overinflate your your value. Yeah, half their wins came from from the NFC East. They're that's right. Half their and, and the biggest point total they put up like two hundred points on the NFC East this year. By the way, they people, were shocked. People throwing well, against yeah, Trevon Diggs. People throwing <laughs> against Trevon Diggs have a one hundred and twelve point one passer rating. But I'm chilling. Oh, he's the best. He's so good. One hundred and twelve point one, but it's cool. He'll yeah, get one pick six though, and everyone will be like, you know, uh, hey, the boys yeah. all pro. All yeah, pro. All pro. Oh, yards allowed something. per reception nineteen, but it's cool. He's the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know he was letting well-known top wide receiver Brandon Ayuk do well against him. Jeez. Uh, Pittsburgh and Chiefs. Do we even want to talk about this? I don't even want to. No. no. Big Ben's last big game? Ben. Of course I, I want to talk, talk about, about it. it as a Ravens Oh, game. my God. Go for it. All yours, Jimmy. Get out of our lives, you fucking worthless fat bastard. I'm so glad I never have to see him play football ever again. Go back to parading college bars. Yeah, Big Ben's time is done. But oh, me as a Ravens fan, I had to deal with Joey Burrow stepping up. Like, come on now. Yeah, who would be more fun at a bar, Big Ben or Urban Meyer? Urban Meyer. Both at the same time. Both at the same time. No, no, I'm blacking out and waking up. I don't what know it? where with Big Ben. At least with Urban, I know it's probably going to be me with the chick. He's going to be in the next room. Like, nice. What if, what if Big Ben brings a motorcycle? What if he brings a motorcycle? <laughs> I'm not riding with him. I'm riding with Bobby <laughs> Petrino. I'm riding with Bobby Petrino, though. Yeah, yo, I should, okay, I, I will take Bobby Petrino over that all press of conference. Them. Oh, shit. Jeez. Big Ben's going to uh, ask you if you like that girl over there, and she's going to be like, she's 17, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Big Ben has a – I think he has a property on uh, what? Uh, what's-his-face's island. Um, Epstein? Epstein's island, for sure. He's got real estate there. Yeah, check uh, his email, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Him All and right. Gruden for sure have a text thread, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. They absolutely have a thread. Uh, no doubt last, about that. Last game here. Let's talk about the fraudulent. Actually, I want to hear John talk about this first. John, you had some very, very intense feelings towards Kyler Murray earlier this year on the pod, and now is your time to express them and relive them. Nah, man. Feels good. Feels good to be right. 
Um, I know, like, I, I kind of blacked out in that moment and just went into the psycho zone of how much I hated that guy. Um, and it just came to fruition. That was the best part. So when we did that pod, I think it was still September, October. Um, and I was like, yeah, you know, I'd love to be proven wrong, but fuck this guy. He does this at the end of the year, every year. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not letting him off the hook this time. And then boom, you know, lo and behold, he does it again, just totally. And I just love the, the, the gifts he keeps. <laughs> Everyone's talking about smaller. And it's like a metaphor of how small he comes up in these games. And the one that you sent the other day, but I was shaking the tail's hand. staying out of stool. <laughs> <laughs> they had him on a um they had him on a stool and it was just perfect uh it's it's uh, there was another thread that says keep swiping and and you'll see how small kyler can get um yeah man it's just it it, it, it sums it up <laughs> murray 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 <laughs> yeah i don't know man i i expected more to arizona i yeah, frauds. They they had me fooled for sure. I thought they would be. I thought they could have a, a decent playoff run. But they pulled off a couple duds this year that I feel like this wasn't a surprise. I was I was more surprised to see finally um Matty Stafford get his first dub because after having yeah. such a crappy <laughs> crappy tenure with the Lions, they're I'm like, scary right. now, man. I feel like if that team they are that scary. team picks up. Picks up a little, uh, a little streak yeah, we, here. Like, we, we didn't, we didn't run swag, game. Their run game looked. We didn't want. We didn't want. We didn't want to pick the Bucks. We didn't want uh, out of the, the three. You know the best part about watching those wild card games is after the Bucks won. Out, out of the three teams that I didn't want to play, um, it was between Cardinals, Rams, and Cowboys. I was like, oh, bro, I don't want to play the Cowboys. I hope they fucking lose to the 49ers. Watching all those games after, I'm like, God, I really wish we played the Cowboys instead. <laughs> I, I don't want the fucking Rams at all right now. Um, they got they got OBJ complimenting a guy that we can't even stop with Cooper. Um, we'll see. Defense looks better for us, and it'll be a good game. I'm I'm excited for it. Why would you not want to play a team that hasn't been to the conference championships more times than the Jacksonville Jaguars? Are you talking about the Cow- yeah? I, yeah. Why I, would you I, not want I to just, play them? Um, and, and we had the injury to Worfs, and um, I was a little worried about Michael Parsons having an extra week to get healthy after COVID. Mike, for some reason, Micah Parsons and the pass rush made so much more of a difference to me than playing the offense. I don't know why. For me, that, that was what I was more worried about. But, again, now you're getting the Rams and you get Aaron Donald and you get Von Miller and um, they, they got Jaylen they got Ramsey guys out wide. Ramsey, yeah, they're going to stick Ramsey on yeah, Evans. So, um, yeah, and McVay's a much better coach than McCarthy, so that's concerning too. <laughs> McCarthy uh, would be the third. Mike McCarthy would be the third. He would McVay be the third best coach game. in the Zoom. McVeigh in a close game makes a lot of questionable decisions. I was going to say, um, that's, sure. I, I'm not as concerned about McVeigh. I'm more worried about a QB Vaughn. draw with 14 seconds left. Yeah, he would. He, he has a quarterback. He has a quarterback that will never make him think to do that. He, um, so yeah, if Stafford's picks and McVeigh are the two things that I'm actually less concerned of. I'm more concerned about Cooper Cup and the defense that the Rams boast. Um, and Cam Akers, too. Cooper, Cam, Cooper Cam, had a Cam, bad week. I feel he like he would have back yeah, he, he, he came along. He came along just fine. I don't know if you're watching the game. He had, he had a below average. Game. He had a below average. He was below average. He was, he was below average in the beginning, and then he, they got him the reps that he needed. 
He'll be fine. Um, I'm not. I'm not as. Yeah, worried the game about was a that. blowout at that point. They were just throwing downfield to him with a big lead. Well, like, I, hey, I mean, it's, it's I a just rhythm. think that it's he's going to come thing. back and actually want to destroy you guys now. I think it's a horrible time to play the Rams. Completely agree with you. Um, I, I didn't. It, it's it's a matchup issue. We'll see. Yeah, uh, it's a horrible to time to play. The, if, if you're if you're if you're them, it's a horrible time to play the Bucks too. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but, right, I. I think uh, I, I, I like the Bucks a little bit more if they had Godwin um, heading into this game. Yeah, that was a big, big uh, drop-off for them. Yeah, that's a big loss. Well, him and then they got A.B. back, and then all that happened, and you're like, well, now what? And, Mike and Evans and, his, out, and right? his hamstring. Hey, let's remember, Brady's done it with less. Uh, I, I, I was going to say the same thing. You know, we, we, we've done this many times. We've all done this many times. I've done it when he was on New England. Um, you know, everyone's done it. And, you know, even last year when we had to go through Breeze, Rogers, um, Mahomes, um, Hey, you don't, you don't count Brady out. You don't. And uh, the defense being healthy and the defense being as good as they were last year in the playoffs. It just seems like it's their, their thing where they come around at the right time. So I could see this um, being a like 17, it'll be a good game. It'll be a good match. I think this, I think this, I I think most people are looking at Bill's chiefs and we'll, we'll go ahead to the other games and, um, some of the others, but I think this one is a really good one to have on Sunday at three. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, that's, good football. That's Sunday games. These Sunday games, games are look a good. lot better, I think, than uh, than Saturdays. All the games uh, this week are way better, though. Overall, much yeah. better week of football. Yeah, anytime you don't have the Steelers playing in prime time, it's always great. I mean, what uh, the hell? <laughs> Bills and Chiefs. Uh, I'm taking the Bills here. I like the Bills. Um, although the Chiefs are the bad boys, I I mean I picked the Bills to to make it to the Super Bowl, so I'm sticking to it. Uh, one and I, a half for the for the Chiefs. Yeah, one and a half. I mean, the spread's basically a pick. It's uh, the only thing that you know is, is I don't know. It's 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 concerning because doubting the Chiefs is also not a good thing. It's it's not because you're just like. I mean, they still have a really ridiculous. They have so many weapons on offense. Like they, they were being doubted at four and three. Remember? And I'm like, yeah. oh come on, four and three. We're gonna doubt these guys. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And, um. Yeah. I, I like. Yeah. I do. Yeah. And even then, you know, it, it's just it's one of those things where they had that bad loss, but they actually played well. It was actually the game against the Bucks. They were getting killed in the first half, and they were just doing the stuff that they shouldn't have been doing when it came to how they were utilizing Josh. And um, they were trying they, – they couldn't run anything with the running backs, and every every play was easy to defend. And then all of a sudden, they just, you know, in, incorporated this Josh Allen running attack, too, on top of what he'd been doing, throwing the ball. And it opened up the entire offense, and they've just been kind of rolling ever since. And because of that, it, it's scary. And it, it's it's a team that I, I think that no team in the AFC wants to play. Yeah, I uh, I think – I think the, the Bills probably want it more. And I know it's hard to say that, but it, I mean, this would be what the third year the the Chiefs would make it to the Super Bowl. Um, I think I think the Bills want it more. I think the Bills. Yeah, this is going to come down to time of possession too. That's what I noticed with uh like these type of games with the two quarterbacks, whoever holds the ball longer. Neither of them have a good run game either. Neither of them Ex- have a good yeah. run game. Yeah, because Devin Singletary and all that, and I'm not sure who's all banged up on the Chiefs. Like I know they don't have uh unless Edward Hilaire is back, but I doubt it. I know Daryl. Darryl, I can't even remember his last name. Um, I know he had a really bad fumble last week too for the for the Chiefs. So it might be a strong uh, Mahomes passing game. I just checked the weather. 
And the weather looks um, good too. It's like 11 yeah, mile per hour wind, 40, 40 degrees. Like, eh, they'll be all right. Arrowhead's tough. Arrowhead's tough. Well, I, I think like McKinnon can. though too. I think the Chiefs can run the ball. When they do, they get four yards a clip. They just, for some reason, don't do it. They just completely abandon it. They'll like run, get down into the red zone. Then they're like, all right, let's try a double flip reverse pass where Mahomes is looking in the crowd and he throws underhanded. If they stick to, it, <laughs> if they stick to the run game, they'll dominate. And I Even think when they're, they're going to dominate too. the Bills. I don't Nicole think they're going to be able to like... stick with the run game because I think the score is going to be high. I think both these teams are going to score on each other and it's going to be a shootout. Right. I think I think so too, but I think they can run. They can they'll still be able to run the ball. I think any lot of people can run on Buffalo, right? McKinnon looks good. McKinnon looked really good last game, actually. I think that, that might be um the key is if they can just dump the ball up too, if they don't it have the big plays. Good. They 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 didn't used to do that last year. They used to just try to go bombs away, and that's kind of what Kyler was doing, which was so terrible. Um Arizona had no ability to check the ball down. So um Well, yeah, I mean that's Hopkins, the key in the playoffs. After Hopkins for sure. It's just like, you know, any type of playoff atmosphere, hockey, basketball, football, it just becomes more of a, you don't get the easy stuff. So you got to take what they give you and just uh, stick to the system and an offense, I guess. I'm really torn. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to go with, uh, with Buffalo. Um, they just, I mean, the, what they did to the Patriots was impressive to me. I know the Patriots are maybe mediocre, but I mean, Belichick's never easy to blow out. And I, I think that KC played the Steelers last week and it was probably pretty easy for him. And um, maybe they're less tired. I don't know. Both these teams had pretty big blowouts. I'm, I'm going to roll with the Bills. All right. Roll Tide. Let's talk about these Saturday games. Uh, Bengals, Titans. Wait, did Chloe pick? Well, we're not recording picks. We're going to do best bets after. Well, we just I just wanted to know if he thought Zach Moss would be the difference. Oh, that's a good point. Claude does think Zach Moss is the next. And he won him a championship. <laughs> yeah, Zach Moss won him his fantasy week. Carlos, are you there? Did he really? No, Zach Moss. Oh is wow! Shit. <laughs> I'd have been like, wow, that would be very validating because Claude was yeah very heavy on Zach yeah, Moss. I think Claude's uh, heavily medicated. We probably lost him for a sec. Um, Derek Henry's supposed to be back this week as well. Yeah, I'm um, in the Bengals times. I oh, think he's shit. 100% back, right? I'm going uh, to look up on Roto World real quick. Let's see. Yeah, I think he's 100% back. Uh, I, it's, I mean, I'm taking the bank or the Titans at home in a shitty stadium. That stadium is god awful. I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but being in that stadium. I mean, it's 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 garbage. Um, it feels like we had club level seats and we were as high as the Dolphins three three hundred level seats. Happy the Titans. Yeah, that's. I don't know if you've noticed it on on TV, but that stadium is really really high up there. Like, um, yeah, because it basically has no sides. Like, there's basically no stands on the sides on the end zones. So it's uh, the the two main um, sidelines have like they go up a mile. So, so it almost sounds like they're like bleachers just straight up and nothing like you said, it, just blank it, on the end zones and it's just bleachers. Yeah, the end zones are just like, you know, lower, lower bowl seats um, on oh, both ends. Insane. And then the the side, I mean, it's cool that it's outdoors and it's it's nice, but. 
like for a viewing experience, man, like being all the way up there when we had club level seats, that sucked. And I actually talked to a couple other Dolphins fans after the game um, at the airport. And we were all like, yeah, stadium sucks. We'll take Hard Rock over it any day. But Mm -hmm. that's besides the point. Um, I'm taking the tight ends here. I like the tight ends. Uh, I, I, I think, I think the Bengals might get blown out. I think the Titans defense is solid. They don't get enough credit. Um, and Joe Derek Henry is, is fully expected to play Saturday, by the way. Nice. Yeah. And, and, uh, Joe Burrow, he is good. I like Joe Burrow, but he also can become a little bit of a gunslinger here and there, and he could very easily have three interceptions in a game. Yeah, Sandra did say something about that. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. She, she thought he was an asshole. Well, I think um, that's that's an interesting point there with Joe Burrow becoming a, a gunslinger because Mike Vrabel, he's probably going to bring the house uh, a few times on him. Um, so those boys are going to have to make a play in Higgins and Jamar Chase because uh, I think Joe Mixon might be a little ban- banged up for the Bengals as well. But with Derrick Henry coming back, they're probably going to manage the game real well against the Bengals and not. Because I feel like a lot of their plays, like they don't drive down the field as much um, outside of the, the big plays that they get to get them down there. So we'll see how the Titans hold up. I think it'll probably be a, a under type of game. Let Ryan me double check Tannehill. Under. It's 47 is the over under on that game. Ryan Tannehill, best quarterback to play in Miami after Dan Marino. Isn't that sad? Guys. That's uh, is he really? Is he really? I mean, I Chad say, Pennington, Chad ah. Pennington, Cole Pepper, Dante, did he Cole make it Pepper. to the playoffs? AFC Championship game, Chad Pennington, or um, divisional round? I am pretty sure Ryan Tannehill was two and one in the playoffs. And Matt Moore started that year. You guys made it and lost to Pittsburgh, right? That was yeah. Matt Moore. Yeah. It was okay. So yeah, you don't, you don't give. Yeah, I guess Tannehill got hurt that year. Yeah. Uh, Vince yeah. Young's undefeated in the playoffs, I believe. I don't no, think maybe he he's is. one and he one. Lost to the, he yeah, lost to the he's Chargers. one and one. Yes, Chargers. Yeah, one. you're right. I forgot. He's undefeated. Undefeated playoffs. He's 500. He's 500. Hey, you went to a Pro you're, Bowl. You want a Texas guy, Luke? Mo Bamba scored 30 tonight. There. Now, don't talk about Vince Young. Mo Bamba scored 30 points. Is that like his first 30 point game? I haven't heard that name since he gave up 50 to Joel Embiid. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, I had no oh, idea Mo Bamba was still with us. He is not Magics. dead. And he's on the trading. He, he is on the block. So someone should get him. And get uh, I'm actually going to a, top golf. Going to a Magic Mavs game. So that'll be interesting. He's got, to watch. He's, hey, he has, a, he has a doodle. Oh, shit. Nice. Sorry, Luke. Oh, um, shit. But yeah, really. really Trigger yeah, warning. I, just, I, I did just realize. <laughs> that, Sorry. You're good. You're good. I'll keep saying it for a while, too. It'll be unfortunate. Uh, I think I'm going to roll with Tennessee here. I love uh, Henry coming back. I think uh, defense will hold up well. They've got rested. Titans all the way. Agreed. Cool. Yeah, I got Tennessee. I got Tennessee too. I think um, it's the game. I think Cincinnati is going to make Tannehill throw, but now that he has AJ Brown back, I think having Henry and Foreman together um, is going to be good enough. And um, being at home, variable will have a good game plan for for the Bengals. Um, I do have – I had I, – I was tempted to kind of – I had kind of had this feeling about the Bengals, like they would be like the last year's Hawks and, you know, be a year too soon with just taking off and making it to the to the final game or to the AFC championship. But uh, I, I think Tennessee will be – will be rested and ready to go. Yeah, agreed. Um, 
49. Also, I think it's a little bit of bullshit that both the teams that had buys going into the first round of the playoffs get to play on Saturday. Uh, and get an extra and, day for next uh, week. And the short no, rest and, for and, the other teams. The short rest for the other teams while they've been on extra week-long rest. It's, I actually heard Rogers talk about it on the McAfee show yesterday. He's like, it's definitely real nice that all the other teams are going in on six weeks or on six days. I, like, six days yeah. I, th- I think I think the, I think if the Cowboys won, the Packers would have gotten another day off because, um, yeah, the, the Monday night team wasn't going to play on Saturday no matter what, I, oh. I would think. Oh, I don't yeah. think they would do that. That'd be, I mean, that, yeah, they couldn't do that because they wouldn't do unless that. They're, unless part. they're really trying to hone in on this once uh, being the one seed advantage. Oh, yeah. Then they'd be like, yeah, give you two days off and then every team would – be kicking themselves for not trying harder for the one but yeah either way let's let's talk about that game future Dolphins head coach for the 49ers you know calling plays up against Aaron Rodgers he doesn't he doesn't call the plays for the 49ers why are people saying that he calls the plays for the 49ers he does not trigger you he does he does and that's it's funny because that's why the Bengals uh coach was the Rams offensive coordinator and and uh what's his face McVay was calling all the plays so the same situation where I, I don't get the hype behind the, the coaching candidacy, but you know, obviously it's it's a name with um you know it sounds good on paper and it looks good and he, he looks like Luke so dude everyone everyone talks about this guy like I don't understand like nah, I, wide receiver it, blocking it's, it's, is so important it is like, the most important fundamental oh my for a good god run he just fucking discovered the Da Vinci Code with that holy shit. That's amazing. Receivers blocking on the run game. Why has no other coach ever thought of that? Like, and then literally every Dolphins fan on Twitter just fucking jizzing because they're eating this, that like, shit up. Yeah, they're like, oh my god. And the and Dolphins media loves this because this guy seems like a fun coach to be a media person for. You know, Brian Flores probably not a fun guy to have as your head coach if you're a media guy because he's cut and dry and doesn't want to give you shit. This guy, who? Mike Jones? Oh, that's an article for the week. Yeah, Mike McDaniels talked about Mike Jones today in the fucking press conference. The offense is going to do this, 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 and that. Here's Mike Jones's phone number. The media loves this guy. They want this guy to come to Miami. It would be great for them. They're Wait, very that's Luke's doppelganger, right? Because I, I heard that yeah. Mike Jones yeah. thing, and I'm yeah. like, who the yeah. fuck is this guy? Okay. Yeah, this, yeah we're, uh, he, he looks like he's about 17 years old. That's why the media likes him. There was a story about how he basically got like, I don't know if he was fired from when he was with the Broncos, but he was basically just going out and getting hammered all the time as an assistant coach. And then Shanahan basically gave him second life in 2011. That part I actually like about him. Hey, maybe he had his fun. Now he's serious. But huh? no, I like my coaches. I, I've already said I've already expressed who I want to Dolphins coach. I'm not going to go into this again. Fuck. Mike McDaniels, please do not get him. That's all I'll say on that. And I hope the fucking Packers destroy the 49ers this weekend. Yeah, this game, let's go. It's supposed to be 12 degree weather uh, approximately there. So 12, 10 degrees. And it's that morning Probably snow. Sucks. So I'm hoping for snow or rain in the nighttime. That'd be nice for that game. And yeah, they're going to be done. Garoppolo ain't going to be able to throw in 10 degree weather. That's the thing. Garoppolo sucks. He's not he that good. Bonds. No, he has he like one good play. game every four. Oh, he might not play. Hey, but he might you know not this. Play. This this is interesting. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. This game's also interesting because Aaron Rodgers might go to the 49ers, Right, that's like definitely one of the destinations. Oh, is have it said really? He wants to go back to the, the. They said he wants to go back to the West Coast and he wants a team that's playoff ready. 
I mean, could you imagine if he knocks him out and then that's where he goes next year? That I still remember be... that draft photo of him on draft night wearing the uh, 49ers jersey. That was a big thing. Like, oh, he's going to be drafted right. first and like false drop to 24. Well, they said, yeah, they said the same thing about Brady when Brady was going to leave because Brady and Rogers are notorious 49er fans. No, but Cali it, boys. yeah, they, they did that's say right. that. And Brady, Brady even said, I think on his podcast, he said, um, yeah, I, I, uh, I think Jim Gray asked him, he's like, are you, were you cheering for the 49ers on Sunday against the Cowboys? And Brady's like, nah, the minute they passed on me, I said, fuck them. So, I mean, I don't know why I, I can see Rogers. If Brady was saying that, then Rogers, who's spiteful himself and, and, you know, Wait. wears a chip on his shoulder, um, so, would be like, nah, fuck that. I wouldn't go back. I wouldn't go back the, to San Francisco. The 49ers so. passed on him? Yeah, um, what was it? The year that Brady went 199. He said they passed on him six times. And he's like, oh, yeah, I did that. I was like, they well, yeah. every fucking team did. When he went to yeah. Tampa. When he went <laughs> right, to Tampa, right. they passed on him. Well, they passed Jimmy on him Garoppolo when he went to too. Tampa, too. Exactly. But, 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 but the thing about protege. the night, he, um, Brady, because they, they took him in for a private workout, and he was, like, feeling good about it. And that was his childhood team because he cheered for Montana. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, obviously, yeah, all the teams have passed on him, too. He's probably like, fuck them. That's why he does what he does. But I can see Rodgers having a similar approach when it comes to that, if that came to a decision. But, hey, obviously, if you want to win, too, not a bad not a bad move. Because um, that, that that is a ready team. Um, I'm not going to take them this weekend, though, because I think they have injuries on defense with uh, Warner and Bosa being in limbo. Um, Warner looked like he blew his knee out or his ankle or something and somehow – he was walking around, I guess, but um, Bosa had his neck like snapped backwards, and concussion stuff's going on. And I, I don't, I don't know if he's going to be able to go on short Nick rest. Nick Bosa, let me check. Nick, Nick, Nick Bosa, yeah, yeah, he had a concussion, I think, in the in the Cowboys game. Yeah, he did. and this game scares me. I don't know what it is. I'm getting a bad feeling about it. Like, but yeah, they they, just... they do say it's a bad matchup too. They say it's a bad matchup when um Green Bay plays San Fran because the running and the Green Bay can't stop the run. And yeah, I mean, also... it could get interesting, but. So yeah, with Nick Bosa, San Francisco. Nick Bosa uh, practiced in a limited capacity Wednesday is what I'm getting here. So due to that concussion today, he practiced at a limited capacity. Isn't uh, the Packers head coach from the same? Uh, is, isn't he a Shanahan guy? The uh, Michael Flair? together. I, no, he's a, he's a Tennessee guy. He, he's a he's a Vrabel guy actually. He's but, a um, I think they coach. They, yeah, they coach together on, uh, at some point on the Redskins. Yes, correct. Hey, uh, and yeah. they the football might team too. Sorry, February second, new name for the Redskins being announced. Our football team being announced. Get, Whoa, uh, get excited! Really? Yep. Damn, I kind of like football team. Honestly, really it would always throw me off. I my dyslexia would read it as "what the fuck" every time. Mine too. <laughs> I was always like, "What the f- oh oh oh." Yeah, I wish right. uh, I need him to get or James to get his uh, audio back because he knows like the whole uh, coaching tree for Kyle Shanahan and stuff. And I'm like, damn, well, he was I'll telling me about it the other second. day who coached under the Redskins. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I think McVay I'll... coached with LaFleur yeah, there, had... too. Yeah, Jay Gruden, he had McVay. He had LaFleur. He had, I think, both LaFleurs, the one that's in the Jets, too. And he had um, he had McVay, LaFleur. And uh, Shanahan was it Shanahan? Yeah, Kyle Shanahan on there as well. And they stuck with they stuck with Gruden and didn't give any of those three um, interviews when they fired him. (laughs) That just sounds like a cool. That just sounds like a cool fraternity. Just like you know, it's like hey, bros. 
Pike Legacy. See you in the <laughs> NFC. See if see if you see you in the NFC Championship, baby. Yeah, how's that? How's that? Uh, that Bill Belichick frat doing? Like, I wonder if they all just like oh, they gotta like have they gotta have they gotta have a like a group chat. Like, I could just see Joe Judge and like Brian Flores like talk texting like, hey. You need a defensive coordinator next year. I'm not even going to get an interview for a head coach, but uh, I could. Yeah, I bro. Be a coordinator. Yeah, yeah bro. It's all networking. Uh, Shanahan. It's all about who you Shanahan. Know. About who you know. Shanahan was a Longhorn receiver. Uh, he played with Major Applewhite and Roy Williams Jesus and Cedric Christ. Benson. He was also a GA on Mac Brown's Cedric staff. Benson. His first oh, coaching. Shit. His first. Co- you know it's bad because I just heard Carlos yawn. So Carlos got woken up by the Texas talk. Um, hold on, right, hold on. Move. I got a question for James. James, how do you feel about Brian Flores being the front runner for the Giants' job right now? I got to see who he's bringing in as the offensive coordinator, but I don't mind it, honestly. I think Brian. I think giving him a second chance is a good thing, and I think he he's someone who does a, a solid job of self-assessing. Um, however, when he does. He does make up his mind about some guys on his team. Those are the guys he's sticking with. Like, I mean, I don't know, man. I think the the whole Tua situation was a little weird. Like, it, what ended pretty... up being your fa- your favorite like Tua story that came out after? What was the weirdest one? No, I think I think the most like the most relevant information here is that like all of the Deshaun Watson talk was triggered by Flores. Like now there's like, you know, shit's like leaking where it's like, yeah, Greer and um, uh, Ross didn't want Deshaun. And it makes sense for both of them, right? Like, oh, we can't bring this guy with like, you know, all his legal issues and then how it would destroy the cap space as well. Um, This would also I feel like this played a a factor. I just looked it up real quick um, and I found something from today from The Athletic. It says the Texans have wanted at least five assets including three first-round yeah, picks in any trade for Deshaun Watson. Like, yeah, bro, you're going to give me a happening. rapist and you want three first-round picks? Get out of here. Yeah, that's it's, it's, like the, so it's like the Sixers trying to trade Simmons. They're doing the same thing. It's like no one wants to give you that. Sorry. It's just, so as of today, uh, my guy faces 22 civil lawsuits of alleged sexual oh. misconduct. There is, there's oh. no shot if Chloe, if, if, the, if Flores comes to New York, ah. there's no shot we're getting, they're going to trade for Watson. Was that you? None. Yeah, she's laughing. Sorry. She must have gotten a text from her mom. I was wondering <laughs> if we had an update there. I'm more, I was, it's gotta been a while first. since she texts. So, um, well, so I think McDaniels ends up in Houston and Flores. You guys think Flores ends up in, in Washington? Why would saying? McDaniels Flores end up in Houston? Honestly, if I'm a coach and I'm know. interviewing for their GM, Casario is best friend. Fucking covered. What was that, Carlos? The Heat just covered, baby. Oh yeah, I stopped gambling. They won by they won by they won they won by eleven. They won by eleven. Oh fuck! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, as of today, the Giants put in a request to interview Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn for their head coaching job. I don't think Dan Quinn's a bad a bad person, but I don't think it's a good idea for the Giants. I don't. I don't don't like Dan Quinn. I don't like Dan Quinn for the Giants. He's going to the Vikings, perhaps. He interviewed with them. I could see that little Dan Quinn, Kirk Cousins. Uh, team up I there. think Kirk. I think Kirk Cousins is gone, brother. I think yeah. whoever comes in, hmm. yeah, I think whoever comes in as a head coach is gonna. I think they're just gonna 
Yeah, and this guy's owed a lot of money. Numbers too. unreasonable. Like, I think it's like 40, 43 or 44. So you got to restructure his deal or extend them, right? Well, I and, know with Kirk Cousins, a lot of it was guaranteed. Like a lot of his money was guaranteed. No, and, and that's fair, right? But the, then you, if you, if he works with you and you extend it out two or three years, do you really want two or, two or three years worth of Kirk Cousins being your quarterback as a new oh. head coach? That is just horrible for me to even hear, and that's not yeah, my team. And, and also, I feel like if, as a head coach, I mean, there's two ways you can look at this as a head coach. One, okay, give Kirk one year and then can him and buy yourself three more years with a, run, a young quarterback, or just like right from the get-go say, this is not my guy, and move on from him. Can they afford a top quarterback? The I don't I, I mean – I mean, they're paying her top quarterback money, a ton. The cap space isn't real. It's not real. They can yeah. somehow invent money and just give it all as a signing bonus, and all of a sudden, this guy's payroll or like oh, back, like backloaded, backloaded all two years, and then extend them later. Don't even pay yeah. those years. Well, because if like if Aaron Rodgers really wants to fill Brett Favre's shoes, oh my, he would never do that. He would never do that. He you don't think he would do that? Would never. You don't think he would never go play them. with the fucking he's Vikings? Got, he hates the Vikings. Yeah, I can't see that. He's got better I didn't, than good, bro. They didn't think nah, Brett bro. Favre would go play for the Vikings either. He's oh, Brett Favre market. was a fucking... He's a farm he's a boy. He don't give a Aaron, fuck about nothing. I could totally see Aaron Rodgers going there, beating Green Bay, and telling and telling the Fleur and the owners that he owns them still. Like he that does with be, the Bears. That would be I pretty funny. Totally that would be that. the... That he needs to keep his last dance crew with him and do first dance too. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers uh, getting to throw to Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen with Dalvin Cook as oh, a running relax. back and a top he goes, fifteen he goes to Devontae Adams. Come yeah, on. I just, I just came on myself. Yeah, Come that on. would be great. That would be great. I don't see it happening, but that would be pretty cool. I honestly don't see it. I think he's going to go to like a big market, man. I don't think it's Denver though. Kirk uh, Cousins? Um, no, no, no. Uh, Aaron. Oh, oh it's Pittsburgh. Been, it's Pittsburgh. He, you think so? He's for uh-huh. sure leaving, right? Like, well, who are the two biggest server? quarterbacks then? Isn't it Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson that are that are out on on big market contracts? There, yeah, yeah. For? Aaron, 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 and Russell. I think Russell goes to the Saints. Um, Ooh. And and I think um, I think Aaron I like goes that. to. Yeah, I don't know what Aaron's gonna do. That, that's I think Russell would go to the Saints. That would make the most sense. So real yeah, quick with Kirk Cousins, just um off since today, he's twenty one point four percent of the cap space for the Minnesota Vikings. Jesus so unloading Christ. Kirk Cousins is one fifth of the cap space. Yeah, they need to do idiots. That for sure. Idiots. They gotta they get rid of him immediately. They might have to do like the Browns did with Brock Osweiler and actually give up a pick. It goes like, yeah, that's forty five million dead cap. Okay. That's another good place. Why wouldn't Aaron go to the Cleveland Browns? Ah, I just think there's been well, so there's much Cleveland, fuck, it's it's Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, and there's yeah, going from Green Bay, Wisconsin to Cleveland, Ohio, it's like um, ah, it's not that, that big, like a big of a difference. And Pittsburgh is not that far off from Cleveland. <laughs> Pittsburgh's True. a big market though for the NFL. Yeah, so is Cleveland though. They love they love that losing team. Well, I think he's real picky about his coaches. What do we? How do we think he'd fit with the coaching staff in Cleveland? I was I kind of surprised he, he fit in with Matt Lafleur since he was yeah, younger. I don't you think, know, I don't I'm think like, hmm. he's picky about the coaches. I think that's what the narrative, the media wants you to believe. And of course, Luke buys into any narrative the media sells. So um, <laughs> when when during, when these guys move though, when these guys move though, they get promised like a ton of say and power and game planning personnel. 
Rightfully um, that, that's so. That's got to be part of it. Yeah, yeah that's got to be part sure. of it. That, that's exactly that's that. Well, exactly I think when you're Aaron Rodgers, for sure. Well, yeah, that was yeah, a big thing yeah, with Aaron Rodgers and McCarthy that he wasn't getting a say in a lot of the signings coming yeah. in. And he's yeah, like, why McCarthy can I get a McCarthy was probably say? calling a QB draw with 15 <laughs> seconds left. Mike McCarthy and Aaron was cost Aaron Rodgers at, like, at least what? two more rings. <laughs> Aaron's like, Mike I'm on one leg right now already, and you're calling a draw? Yeah. Hey, didn't, wasn't there like three, four years ago where Aaron Rodgers had like the most overthrows? And I feel like that was just a big fuck you to Mike McCarthy play calling. He's like, oh, <laughs> let me just audible out of this and overthrow it out of bounds. All right. Never forget, 2014, Mike McCarthy chose to kick a field goal at the one-yard line in the NFC Championship game nah. against the Seattle yeah. Seahawks. Wow. That yeah, that was in the, overtime. Uh, yep. uh, what a fraud. And LaFleur fu- La- fucked him last year in the, in the Bucs yeah. game. They, they should have mm-hmm. gone for he it. Yeah, yeah. He, he you, definitely should have. Yeah, I don't think on, he makes man. that just, I don't think he makes that mistake twice, though. I think at this point, I mean, he knows it's Aaron. Also, if you're LaFleur, like, Bro, this is your last year with this guy. Give him the fucking keys and let him drive. Make him let him. I think he's let him drive this year. I don't think he leaves if they win the whole thing. No, he definitely does. He definitely does. You think he leaves? I think think if they win it, I think they'll tell Jordan Love to fuck off and tell him let's run this back again. I, I, I agree. So. That, that, that that would make the most sense. I I think they said last dance and they they've had that narrative, but. I mean, and at the same time, Rogers has two more years on this contract, 2024. So I could see him playing it you, out. You have, you have, oh, he has two more like, years. You have, you have right. the ability they, to be like, we'll do whatever you say. They restructured his contract so they could yeah. cut him if they wanted to oh, and save without any save dead no cap, cap or anything like that. Any dead cap. So if he chooses to walk, if they still want to go with Jordan Love, then he can walk, but there's no shot in hell. I think he's 100% leaving, guys. He wouldn't have done all of this shit this so too. if he wasn't leaving. No one would listen to the crazy shit he says if he doesn't follow through on this, and he wants people to listen to the yeah. shit he says. And I feel like all year he's been on, like, a fuck it type of attitude, like shoulder shrug. Definitely. Like, yeah. Like, the haircut. Yeah. The pot. He's going to get on the mic show. and he's like, going to say, I'm back. He's going to... The haircut, the haircut was for... The- the haircut was for the John Wick costume. He already saw it. But he kept it. He was like, I was going to be. Right? Yeah. He wants to be John Wick all the time. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. I, I would want to be John Wick. Luke uh, dresses, up, dresses up as Mike McDaniel every single day. So why can't fuck <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, all, right. all right. I think we picked all the games. We do best bets. Yeah. Do you guys want to do best bets? Do 50 bucks a person? And we'll obviously split the pie if there's a tie. Y'all let us know. That works for me. Y'all down? James, I'll, are you I'll down? I'll throw $50 just in case. Uh, hey, yeah. Dom, ask your, Dom, ask your girlfriend week, for 50 <laughs> Honestly, I probably can. That's the worst part. <laughs> that I could be like, hey, babe, I need 50 bucks for something. She'd send it to me. Podcast like, fees. I'm a Tell scumbag. her it's podcast fees. Oh, no, God. I'm just going to get some money so I can sign up for OnlyFans using hers. Is that like, <laughs> would that be bad? Like, no, hey, you babe, don't I need ten dollars oh, a month. Oh, subscription. No, hey, you don't need speaking to, you of OnlyFans, what about that review site? Can we tell what is it called? Uh, real reviews. Our uh, our real OnlyFans reviews on Reddit. You can go find out who's got the good OnlyFans before you subscribe. Listen, bro, it's all about ThoughtHubs.com, so I could get Paige Van Zant's nudes. That's all I'm here for. Paige Van Zant. <laughs> oh, for OnlyFans. Who's that? But that's nothing matter sport. Oh, she's a UFC fighter. Oh, or was. Little sexy ass, but outside of that, yeah, I think we picked <laughs> all the games right. <laughs> well, yeah, all right, best bets. I'll go first here. Um, 
I'm gonna take. Oh shit, we gotta do Fanduel. Can I say the lines and the overs for all of them? Uh, we gotta do Fanduel. I'll put it in the chat. Here you go. Yeah, Fanduel Sportsbook. Click on that. It's gotta be those lines. Um, beautiful. And all right, I'm pulling mine up here. Sorry, real quick. Let me log in real quick. All right, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take. And then I'm not even in the state. Titans minus three and a half. And uh, Bills plus one and a half. And I'll take the over 48 and a half in the Bucks game. I'm going to take the Titans, the Packers, and the Rams plus three. Whoa, I just fucked that up. I'm rooting for Tom Brady, but Rams getting plus three right now. You're saying Rams plus three? Yep. And then what was your third bet? Green Bay minus six, Titans minus three and a half. Green Bay minus six. Got it. John? Yeah, Mm -hmm. give me the – so give me – I'm just going to go off four. Give me the Titans points, Titans and the points. Um, I'm going to take the Packers and their spread. I'm going to take the Bucks money line, and I'm going to take the Bills money line. Whoa, John, you're going to do four? Yeah, we're going to do four. Yeah, there's four games. If I was going to put, put a parley in, I would put uh, Titans, Packers, and a money line along with the Bucks money line and the Bills money line. Hold on. So I got Titans, Titans minus three and a half, Packers minus six, Bucks minus three, and then who did you have? Bills? Yeah, get, just just get Bills straight up. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bills in that game. Okay. Plus one and a half. Um, I guess we all have to do four then. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I added the Bills. One plus uh, one you and added half. the Bills. I'm going to do – damn, do I, I now have the Packers? Yeah, I'll do Green Bay minus six. Green Bay minus six. Damn, we all have the same picks. Not for long. All right, John, let's hear it. So I got uh, Bengals plus three and a half. Niners plus six. I'm liking that. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm feeling some type of way about this Bucks under. So I'm gonna ride with the Bucks under 45 and or 48 and a half. And the last one, damn, these bills do look good. But I'm rolling with Chiefs at minus one and a half. Ooh, John's rolling complete opposite from the first three. That's one and a half. Carlos, are you awake? Awake, buddy. Awake. Give me Bill's money line. Buccaneers minus three and the over on that game. And give me Green Bay minus six. I'm staying away from that Cincinnati. Bucks. You got the over 48 and a half on the Bucks and then Green Bay minus six. Yep. All right. James. All right. So I'd like, I love the Chiefs one and a half. I'll take the home team with basically a pick them here. The Rams plus three. I think actually, if you put some on the money line, I think they might actually win that game. So we'll go with Rams money line if you want to make a little Ooh. bit more money. And I like over 47 in the Titans game. For right, that I, one. Need, I need, need one, one more, more from you. Yeah. The Packers Niners, Ham. All right, it doesn't have to be that game. You can double down on another game. Hmm. I can double down on another game. Yeah, if you want to take the total. 
or the Titans or whatever. You know what? Can I play? Can I do a uh, Jamar Chase and Derrick Henry anytime touchdown same game parlay here? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I think. Uh... Okay, fine. No player props. Fine. fine. Give me the under forty six and a half for the Packers game. I think they're they'll win like twenty eight seventeen. All right, I'm recapping for everyone. Wait, are you sure you don't want to go with? uh, You sure you don't want to go with a tie in any game? That could be an option for you. Yeah, that's a good point. They don't tie you, (laughs) fuckface. I know that. I'm on overtime. (laughs) All right, I'm on uh, Titans minus three and a half. Bills plus one and a half. Over forty eight and a half in the Bucks game, and Green Bay minus six. Luke is on Titans minus three and a half. Rams plus three. Green Bay minus six, Bills plus one and a half. John DeCruz is on Titans minus three and a half, Packers minus six, Bucks minus three, Bills plus one and a half. John Garcia is on Bengals plus three and a half, Niners plus six, under 48 and a half in the Bucks, and Chiefs minus one and a half. Carlos is on Bills plus one and a half, Bucks minus three. Uh, over 48 and a half in the Bucks game and Green Bay minus six. James is on Chiefs minus one and a half, Rams plus three, over 47 in the Titans game, under 46 and a half in the Packers game. Um, should we do a uh, Sunday night football total tiebreaker? What's the Sunday night game? Bills, Chiefs? Yeah, it's Bills, Chiefs. Yeah. Damn, a 6.30 p.m. game too? Ugh. Mm-hmm. It's good for us on the East Coast. Total true, true. tiebreaker. 54 points. Carlos got 54. Okay. Seven, 72. God. John, John with 72. Aggressive. <laughs> Shootout. Shootout. <laughs> Luke, you want to go? What was it? Uh, the, the Just uh, Sunday night football total tiebreaker. Oh, Sunday night game. The Sunday night game. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, oh, who else has picked? 54, 72. I'm going to go with 62. Damn. All right. Uh, I'll go next. I'll go 60. John? I was thinking 56. 56. James? Ham? Yeah, okay. Uh, are we doing uh, prices right, closes without going over, or? <laughs> uh, the closest. This 62. Again? Uh, taken. Like Luke? It's taken. You can't take it. and a half. Oh, ah, fuck. you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, it's okay. I complained about not getting to go last before you it's yours. Going, uh, it's guest honor. It's fine. I'm going to go Screw ahead and round me. up for 63. All right. I think we're good. <laughs> Luke, do you want to end it? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I guess we did a, a health question with John, so we really need a NoFap, huh? Yeah. You got a NoFap ready? Yeah. Billy's, Billy's not here, but I'll, I'll definitely get a NoFap here and dedicate it to him. Um, 
I, I, you know, actually, I think I'd, I'd prefer to just share um, a listener wrote in about their NoFap. Or, well, it's actually Billy. It's Billy who wrote in about his NoFap experience. And uh, he shared that NoFap's had an interesting side effect. He says that his penis is getting larger, but he thinks it's just swollen. So wow. I don't know if this is a health question or if this is NoFap, but like, John, is this is what is going on here? I, I feel like masturbation is healthy at some point. Should Billy masturbate before his dick explodes? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, that could help. Uh, I, I think maybe using a little bit of uh, ice and heat helps me. I don't know why his dick is swelling. If it's is it painful? Is it tender to the touch? Uh, or is he just looking? Well, kind of he's trying not and... to touch it. He's trying not to touch it. So that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. You got to touch it first, and then we'll figure out what to do next. Um, maybe but yeah, cry out. I, I mean, it, yeah. Again, again, again. It, it could be a blood flow thing where where there's um significant increased blood flow for whatever reason um he needs to look at uh what could be contributing to that so um yeah there's Lower still some other things intake. there yeah hey the, yeah like i said you know it could be could be just too kind much, of um too much you know, air throwing, fryer throwing off. yeah yeah a lot of, he uses the air fryer a lot he eats a lot of those air fryer steaks um for every meal so um <laughs> there could there could be uh, a, a metabolic imbalance that could be occurring and contributing to God, what's and going on just think so. if he had listened to me and tried that tofu recipe 